are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, Dirty and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sergeant McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Man, it's another week already. Another another week, yeah. I forgot. To, I, I, I said right before the show, I go, I think I'm forgetting something. And I just realized that I have Sarge coming through my speakers and not through headphones. I knew there was something. I got a lot of stuff going on over here with the. I got screens and programs and everything. It's it's a lot of stuff to go. Uh, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast. It goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, we're here live every single Thursday on YouTube.com slash 30 and still gaming. Uh, we were over on Twitch, then we went to Mixer, then we came back to Twitch, and now we're here. We found a home. We're staying all podcasts that we do on 30 and still gaming i have another podcast coming uh which is called the end game podcast that will also be on uh youtube as well uh so we have lots of stuff that we're doing what's up sarge i i was thinking i was thinking that your end game podcast actually has three meanings behind it okay it's end game because of the movie end game right it's end game because of the end of the game portion of the game right and it's end game because it's it's the end. It's just the end of it. Right. It's the, the end. end. Yeah. The end. Right. So we'll be doing that as well. Uh, on today's show, we have lots and lots of different topics, lots of Microsoft uh, topics that we're going to go over. If you missed it in the beginning, we're going to be talking about the Game Pass. Uh, or I'm sorry, xCloud. We're going to be talking about Game Pass. We're going to be talking about cloud saves. We're going to be talking about iOS with Game Pass. We're going to be talking about acquisitions for Microsoft. One more, maybe, potentially. We're going to be talking about uh, saving GameStop's ass. Like, this is, a, this is a huge, huge, huge thing that they're doing for GameStop. I, apparently, you know, Microsoft likes to help charities, and, and GameStop is, is a charity at this point. Uh, they need help. We're going to be talking about the crunch time at CD Projekt Red. More, more stuff has surfaced. My thoughts haven't changed since last week when we talked about it, but more stuff has come out uh, about it. Uh, if we can get to it, we're also going to be talking about um, uh, Amazon's abandoning the Crucible. We're going to be talking about uh, Obi-Wan series coming out. It's official now. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Destiny in general, um, the the upcoming Beyond Light. And we're also going to be talking about someone's leaving Bungie. And who is that? So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, and will AMC be around in, in January? It could, it could potentially theaters could be absolutely closing down because Disney is doubling down on Disney Plus. So this is what we're on today's show. If you are watching on YouTube.com and you're not hitting that subscribe button, hit that subscribe button. We'd like to get our subscribe button and subscriber count up. Share with a friend. Hit that share, like, and subscribe button. Do all three. Uh, I do appreciate you very much for watching, coming out live. All right, so let's let's get to the first topic. I want to talk about the Avengers game. We're going to get that off first, right? So the Avengers game just came out with an update for uh, the Tachyon Rift missions. And I want to I want to show you what the what the actual let me bring this up. Let me bring this up on my on my stream from earlier today. 
where is it? Be a producer. This is the earlier earlier stream today. Yeah. All right. Let's watch that. Let's uh, let's mute that, and then let me go to the. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. All right. So let me bring this up. So what you're looking at here is the the Tachyon Rift mission. Okay, so they they brought in a new substation zero area. So you, it's a new a new new uh, social space that you can go to. This is a new mission type where you run around and we play with one other person. Uh, so it's just two of us with two of our NPCs. There's these anomalies that are everywhere that you can pick up, gold and silver. When you play with multiplayer, now I haven't played with three people or four people, but when I play with the, uh, one other person, our timer, which you can't see behind my head on the screen there, is at one minute. When you start the missions at one minute, it constantly ticks down. And if you notice, my health is constantly going down as well from people hitting me and also from the rift itself. Like you're in the rift and the only way you can make the time go is by getting these anomalies as you're running through. So now you have to kill things and you also have to run through these anomalies to keep your time going. What I did notice was that the timer always goes up back to one minute. You can't get it over one minute, okay? No, I didn't smash my finger again. I'm just protecting my fingernail. Um, so basically, you as you're running through, you have to get these anomalies to keep the timer up and continuing going as you're just doing a regular board, right? So it feels very stressful. You feel very rushed because you're trying to get the, the the different question marks on the board if you want to get the most out of it. But you're but you're but you're timing it out though, right? You don't get them right away. You want the clock to go down a little, and Co then you pick it, and then you pick it up to refuel it again. Correct. Right? Well, I didn't you, know you this. Pick them up as fast as possible. Right. I didn't know this when we were first going through it. So the most you can get is plus twelve when you're playing multiplayer. Plus twelve. Max is one minute. So you don't want to constantly pick up these orbs unless you actually need them. You want to let the timer tick down and then go around collecting the orbs. So once you know this, you're like less stressful because you didn't know what was happening. So as you go through the level, you're fighting key points and you can't go continue on until you beat certain people. And then you continue through the board. I like it. I actually kind of like it. It feels stressful. But now that I did it, I did it a second time by myself. Now, when you play solo, you get two minutes at the start, okay? And you can go up to two minutes and 20 seconds. So max is two minutes and 20 seconds. And if you let it go down, the max that you can get back is 20 seconds. So if you let the timer tick down, so let's say it's 220, it goes down to 159. If I pick up one, it's going to go back up to 2019 or two, uh, two minutes and 19 seconds because it's giving me plus 20. So if you let it tick down and then pick up orbs... It'll be plus 20, plus 20, plus 20, and, and, you're, and you're back up and you're fine again. So the people that are playing this right now, don't, don't, don't fret about the time. The timer's there. It's rushing you along, but it's actually a nice balance. Uh, and at the end, I didn't get anything of, like, massive exotics or anything, but I did get a piece of gear, which is cosmic. And the only place cosmic gear can drop now is in these missions is what my point is of this whole bringing up this conversation, right? Because we've always talked about in Destiny, in Division, in all these other games that I wish gear had a point to go for. And what they've done here is they've they've brought in content that obviously is better with multi uh, <clears throat> multiplayer, okay? 
it's it's fun it's just a fun time with multiplayer the game is a much better game when you're playing with people it just is now that it's stable or stabler kind of kind yeah, of sta stabler it's still crashing on people and stuff like that but it's a good experience the intentionality that they're doing with this game with gear one there's set gear that drops in this rift itself okay so there's exotic gears that do drop from this i did get one later on my own it's in my discord I actually got a really good drop playing Challenge 2. <clears throat> I got a, a 59, 58. Um, I think it was a chess piece, I, I, if I'm not mistaken. And I leveled it up. It was like 60, 64, 63. And I'm like super ecstatic about it. I can't wait to use it. Um, so there's gear in the thing that you can get. There's only certain certain pieces of gear that have cosmic that only drop from this. So if you want to do a cosmic build, there's intentionality behind it. Right. If you want, if you want cosmetic, then you want cosmetic inside of this. This is where you're gonna go. So I, I like that. I like that a lot. That you, they're, they're implementing stuff. People don't really see what this game is right now. They're just angry, right? When, when you have a kid, and they're angry, or you're angry, you don't think clearly. You just, you just want to hate on everything until you shake them and like, hey, listen here, right? This is what the game is like. People, people are upset about it, and they want to hate everything about this game right now. But this game is actually doing some nice things, right? They're doing some nice things. Yeah, don't shake the baby. I didn't say shake the baby. I said people. I said people. You could shake a person and be like, hey, wake up, right? Um, so they're, they're putting stuff in this game that is actually intentionality. They're, they're, they fixed it with the, uh, the, the patch that came out. They're respecting players' time. When you go through the hive, mega hive, and you're going through eight floors, 48 levels, okay, and you don't get an exotic, you're like, why did I just spend two hours, two and a half hours? That's a raid in some missions, right? Two hours, two and a half hours is like a raid for some other games. And you're doing this for a, a mission and you get no exotic at the end of it, okay? Well, now they fixed it. Now you get two exotics. You get two exotics at the end of the mega hive. Okay, and there's other gear that you can go for, but it's only once a week, guaranteed once a week. And then I guess you could you can't even run the Mega Hive again once you complete it. This once you get an exotic, you you can run it again, and you might get it two three times. It's RNG at that point, but yeah, I don't I don't mind getting loot, but once again, once you've labeled it exotic, okay, once you've labeled it exotic, it's supposed to be the rarest of the rare. Right. If I want, if I want to run this crazy mega hive mission, maybe the chances of dropping is ten percent. So every ten times I run it, I might get one exotic. Like to me, I know I'm gonna sound like a sadist, but that's what a rare gear is. That's what an exotic gear is supposed but to be. You get, you get great purples. Purples drop. Nice, good purples. Some good blues. But here, but the fact that it should not rain exotic. Well, it should not rain. But you exotic. only, you only get two exotics a week, right? And the exotic might not be something that you want, right? You see what I'm saying? Like it might not work in your in your build. Well, that's the only reason why it might not work in your build is because you know you only got 500 spaces, and so you got to get rid of something. No, 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 no. What I'm saying, it might not work in your build. Meaning, if you're if you're going with this particular build, and all of a sudden you get a precision piece, you're not going to use it. So potentially, you could not get a piece that you want. The way I look at these exotics in this game, I said it the other night. I feel like the exotics in this game are the the garnish that you put on top of your awesome meal, right? It just it just is accentuates the the flavors and stuff of your actual meal. That's well that's what that's what it should do. An exotic And that's what it's doing. That's what it's doing. Should should be the end cap to a to a build set. Correct. Like you have a you have a good build set 
and then you happen to find a piece of exotic gear that really synergizes with the build you've created. That's the point of let, let me let me bring up the let me bring up my my piece of gear that I got and I, I put it in the Discord earlier, right? I got this piece right here. It dropped it dropped at fifty seven fifty eight resilience and intensity. Now, what I like about this so well, when I put it on my piece, you can't see what my what my defense is, but when I when I put it on there, it didn't change. It didn't change my my melee it didn't change my range it didn't change anything but it gave me more defense okay which you can't see but my 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 defense came up so it's an actual really good piece for me and i was excited i'm like 62 63 okay intensity and resilience and then the perks on this thing is increase the amount of willpower recovered from attacking cosmic uh affiliated enemies by 30 percent okay it's got plasma on it, increase the amount of plasma damage dealt with any attack by 20%. And then I have an untouchable Tacteon Surge, which is 23.5 chance when a perfect invading is incoming attack to activate a Tacteon Surge. Surges increase all status damage by 50% while active. This this thing is amazing if, if you have the right build. I noticed though that it only has two bonus stats as opposed to three when on your purple gear. Is that supposed to be the the negative thing of using a piece of exotic gear? Well, you don't get so much bonus stats when you use a piece of exotic gear. I think that one just happened to roll that way. There are supposedly back in the game there are three perk exotics. I haven't seen one. I don't know if chat. Have you guys seen one? Has anyone rolled one? I think the ones that people have been posting in our Discord have been uh, two stats. But I did hear. Oh, here here's one. So this is a this is a rounds of storm exotic. This is 345s, intensity, might, and precision, right? That's a five-star uh, for that particular one. I think mine was five stars as well, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, well, then it can at least it yeah. can actually roll with that. All so right. you, you can get three stats on your actual thing, which is another perk that you're like, oh, man, I would love this piece again, but with three, stack, three stats now, right? There's a lot to this game as far as the perks like this is the only place they also drop with tacteon gear on it with cosmic gear and tacteon so it helps you with the actual event that you're in so once i do the event i start getting gear from the event and then i put that uh, gear on i have to level it up to be level 150 or close to it to go back in the event so i can farm it efficiently right you see what i'm saying now what they are missing in this game right now that i can tell is if someone has a full set, a full perk set, like there's no set gear set. If I get the the storm set, all four pieces, I don't know if it does a buff or or whatever. I think it should, right? But I don't think it does. Maybe all the pieces that drop maybe give you more intensity, or maybe they give you a higher intensity or a higher might, whatever. I don't know, but they need to have something in it to give it that extra like mm, I need this type of thing, right? Like I want to wear this. But what I also like about this game is not only can you wear all exotics if you want, you can mix up and play with blues still. Blues are relevant. You can have all 40 gear and then have a 35 piece of blue, but it gives you a nice perk on top of your build, which is actually really cool. So blues are still viable. Purples are viable. Golds are viable. Exotics are viable. And what I like about this, this is a smart move they've done in this game, all the gear drops at 130. That's the max. And then you decide if you want to max it up 
to the 140 to help you push over it, put, put over the edge, right? And I, I do like that. Now, obviously, they do other things like that in Destiny where you're getting 150 and then you have to get the pinnacle and you're and you're getting the extra pieces. This, I feel, is a better system that they've implemented in this game than the other two games that we played, Division and Destiny, right? Now, is this game better than those games? No, those games have been out for six and five years. This game's been out for five weeks, right? But the foundation of this game and the 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 amount of stuff that's happening now, if you're a casual player in this game, there's a lot of daily stuff that you can do, right? The Mega Hive is a weekly thing, meaning if you do just one floor a day, you have to do a floor and two floors one day and then one floor every day to get to the end of eight if you're just casual. So if you have 20 minutes or 30 minutes every day to put in towards the Mega Hive, you can complete it and get yourself an exotic, which is respecting the player's time, right? And you're not you're not uh, punished because you don't have time to play video games, but yet you can still have an option to get the exotics if you want to go for them, right? So they're, 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 uh, they're, there's intentionality. There's respecting players' time. There's hard content. You can go in easy, medium, more difficult, or, or the hardest. You need to, th those different sections of easy, medium, and hard have to be more defined, though. I think they're still a little bit broken in this game, but at least the options are there. Right. Well, there are people complaining that because there's multiple options, it's breaking up the content as far as uh, matchmaking and stuff like that. And the way I look at it is if you're a player, if you're a non-streamer, and you don't have a chat following you around where you can be like, hey, who's playing with me? And everyone just comes in. You're probably going to have a hard time on an LFG or try to find someone with matchmaking, quick match. You might not get a full team. But if you have four friends or you happen to find four people that you matchmake and all of a sudden this person plays well with you, then you might want to add them to your friends list. You don't need 100 people to try to get a four-man team. You just need three other people that are playing the game like you that you might find that you get together and play those. Because once you find your little group, you're good. You're good to go, right? You don't need to sit in matchmaking and stuff like that. Now, there is matchmaking to do it. For this event, matchmaking is very simple because everyone's trying it out. It's the first day it's out. And we'll see what happens in a week or so, two weeks or uh, from now. So I do like the way they're going. I do like the... Um, they're, they're moving in the right direction, right? They're, they're making nice changes. They make quality of life changes. Uh, so I'm looking forward to what they bring more further in. And I'm excited just to level up another character, to have my seventh 150 character. You know what I mean? So I do believe, though, they need to have more Polychrons in the game. I feel like just the bounties is not enough. I know there's uh, chests and stuff that drop them as well, but I'm just not getting enough. I'm not asking to give me, like, 10 at the end of a mission. I'm just asking, like, at the end of every, at the end of every one, like, major thing that I'm doing, give me one two or three right give me something that if i'm a person that's this grinding away that i'm getting enough polychrons by the end of the week i can at least upgrade a character you know what i mean well like i said it, it, they have it in they have the mechanics in place they just have to implement them properly like i like the fact that if you do well you get five stars you should get more loot or more polychrons or more whatever right if you die too many times and you only get a four star on the mission or a three star mission you still get something you don't just get you you still get right you're right if you get so five stars the you, percentage you, should go up of what the best gear is right 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 Wait, like, it, like it the, might be that the, way the premise is there the premise is there it just has to be solidified is this is what happens 
So then you then you're then you're then you play you will play better because you won't go hog wild because if I go down, it means I might lose a chance of getting something good or right. multiple numbers of something good. Right. All right. Let me uh let's let's move on. But I'm I'm enjoying the game. I'm the more and more I play it, the more and more my gears start moving in my head. And I'm like, oh, I, I can use this piece. And then I see something else. I'm like, oh, I want to use Iron Man and and bring Iron Man in and start building him up. It's good, man. It's good. I mean, I I know people. It's not for everyone, but this this is my destiny. This is the destiny that I've been waiting for the entire time. I like I like the way it's going. And I'm interested in seeing what the story is. There's some spoiler stuff that people are speculating on things of story wise. And I hope it comes true. I hope it comes through um, with, with certain things. Um, but yeah, so Marvel Avengers, I'm still enjoying it. And we're going to be playing that after the after this stream tonight. Um, all right, next uh, next story I want to talk about. Let's talk about Destiny real fast. Uh, that's, that's, not, that's not an actual statement. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's it's it's. Well, there's not really much going on, right? I mean, there is, but there isn't. So they they post they post. Um, on the on the TWAB and in the in the TWAB and on their on its own separate thing, they posted the the features of what's happening. The next generation optimization version of Destiny 2 will launch on December 8th, while things like faster load times and cross-generation play will be available on November 10th. We're taking uh we're 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 taking some more time on the following enhancements to ensure a smooth experience when playing Destiny 2 on your new devices. So across the board, it says Xbox X, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S. So it's X5S. Okay, resolution 4K, 4K on the on the higher end consoles, 1080p for the S. Frame rate is six, 60, 6, it's 6 frames, guys. It's 60 frames per second across the board, all right? Field view sliders across the board, yes, across the board on all those systems. Faster load times, obviously, duh, it's a SSD. So yes, across the board on all those systems. Cross-gen play, yes, across the board on all those systems. And then next-gen upgrade free, which I feel this is kind of funny. I know why they do it. But Xbox Smart Delivery, right? And then PlayStation says yes. And then Xbox Smart Delivery for... And I'm like, why don't they just say yes across the board? But they probably literally have have to say Xbox Smart Delivery because it's like trademarked. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like Xbox, it's called Xbox Smart Delivery. So they had to put that there, right? What size is the field of view though? 85, 105? I mean, I don't know. It doesn't tell you... Um, it says we're offering field of view customizations on console for the first time. Our goal is to enable field of view range similar to the PC. We're currently testing these settings to ensure smooth performance across the platform, and we'll have additional details closer to launch. There'll also be a noticeable improvement to things like loading to the game, inspecting characters inventory. However, some load times are dependent on the network and matchmaking. So loading activities will still take some time. I love how they still takes uh, time while you search for uh, opponents. Uh, for cross-gen play, Xbox Series X and S players can play with Xbox One players, and PlayStation 5 players can play with PlayStation 4 players. So that's that's one of the major things that they've uh, they're talking about. So obviously, it's 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 good. They're not coming out with it though until um, December 8th. Is that what they said? Yeah, December 8th is when that will launch on the new systems. So you have about a month, a little less than a month to wait if you have a new system. If you're one of those people that was lucky enough to get a uh, a new system. Another surprising thing that's happening, uh Deej, the community manager who's been there uh for the entire lifespan of Destiny and 3 years prior, uh 9 years, he's been with the company, 
is saying farewell. He's leaving the the company, and he's um, he does have a Twitter feed. Let me see real fast if I can bring it up. He's um, was it D D E? Yeah, there it is. J. Yeah. So he says, uh, my final edition of the weekly, uh, the week at Bungie uh, closes with a personal note about the uh, triumphant conclusion of my nine years of the service. The next destination on my professional uh, journey lies down another path, but I will always enjoy uh, uh, retracting the steps or retracing the steps that we've taken together. So big part of Bungie, big part of the, the community of Destiny, big part of the TWAB writing it and all. I'm kind of reading into this just a little too much, right? Because of all the the different speculations that happens between them leaving Activision, between Phil Spencer saying that I can't wait to work with my my favorite my favorite publisher with my favorite video, you know, my favorite uh, game, uh, with the acquisition of false, you know, of them picking up the phone and saying, "Are you for sale?" and then other people saying that they might be for sale because they they hired a certain. Uh, position when usually when companies go with all of this stuff that's happening and now Deej is leaving. Now I know Deej is not a developer, right? He's just a community manager, but he's been there for nine years and if they're on the up right? If if Bungie's on the up path I can't imagine someone leaving. Why, why, why would you leave? Yeah, why would you leave after nine years? I, I get people have different paths than maybe he had a realization he wants to become a Buddhist monk or something, right? Like whatever. I, I am saying this. I'm reading into this. I am reading into this. I'm not saying it's out there. I'm saying based on everything that I've seen over the last two years, a year and a half since they left Activision, certain people leaving, other people have left in the... In the I, I feel like something is happening with the company. Something. Well, what that is, I have no idea. I just find it weird that someone that's a staple is leaving the well, company. Here's, here's how you have to look at it, right? So I'm not too savvy on community manager income brackets. But the, the, real, the reason why anyone moves after being in a place for almost 10 years, and anytime you're, anyone's in a job for 10 years, you, you reevaluate your situation. You reevaluate re or got money, more money somewhere right? else. Right. So maybe there was no, maybe there's no room to grow. Like I can't really get a raise and excel down this same path anymore. Like this is what it's going to be. Do I want to keep going down this right. path? Right? right. Now, where you want to go, because you, you you love the conspiracy theories, is the fact that you think that someone's going to acquire them and he doesn't want to work for them. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Like that's 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 the hole you want to go down. Now, that could also be it, because if I want to if if I work for somebody and I left another company for that for the reason why I left that company and now that company might pick you up again. Do I want to work for that company again? Right. Right. But I would think I would think that it's because there's no the 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 professional term used in the workplace is there's no <laughs> upward movement for my position. Right. And again, I like going down there just to kind of give it a an extra thought of like, well, maybe he is leaving because of something. And Gator in chat saying, well, maybe he got a better offer. Right. And he did talk about reengineering himself. Now, Deej is a very good wordsmith. He is very good. That's why he was in charge of doing the community posting, right? He's very good. I've talked to him multiple times in, in person. He's very good with words. He's a very smart man, right? And that's another reason I think he's leaving because he is a smart man. And he's like, I enjoyed my time with this company. I love everything about it. But he also knows, he knows something. 
he's the community manager. He's always talking to the upper people, right? He he's always talking. He's that lead guy. He's that connection between the 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 community and the developers and the upper management. He is so he that knows, guy. He knows. He knows. He knows something. something, right? And that's where I'm going. Where I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that with all the stuff that's been down the last year and a half, he's leaving. And again, he's not a dev, so he's not a major part of the development state. I just feel like there's something, there's something behind, and we won't know anything now, obviously. We'll find out down the road. We'll find out down the road. And when it happens, I'll be like, aha, ah, I told ya. You know, and I'll, and I'll, I'll say that. And if it doesn't happen, it's just that he wanted a better job. Maybe he got a better offer. Maybe he's working with somebody else. I'm sure if he is another community manager to another company, it's going to be told. Maybe he got picked up by Microsoft. Maybe Microsoft is the company he's working for now. And maybe he's a community manager for one of the other big studios that they're making. Maybe he's going to be the community manager for the 4A studio that they're, that they're creating. Right? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, and this is just me speculating... Maybe Bungie does get acquired, right? And they're hiring within. They're like, hey, Deej, you've been with Bungie all these years. They seem pretty good with here, right? Why don't you come work for us as we take them in? You'll still get to see them, but we want you to work for another company in within our umbrella here, right? I see that. I mean, I see him leaving to go for a better pay or, or better thing. We'll see what happens. I like doing this stuff, guys. I like... I just like I, making your brains think about other things. That's all. But I always, but I always also think about why does someone leave right before the holiday season starts? That's also another reason why I look at it. Like, you don't, you, you want to change jobs in the middle of the holidays, but right, right. Classic. This is me not on drugs. I haven't been on drugs in like twenty years. So you saying this is why you don't do drugs, kids? That's right. You become more sharp and and agile, and you know what the hell's going on. That's right. I'll take that as a compliment, my friend. <laughs> he won't get that two-week hiatus uh, at the New Year's now. It's true, brain. That's he's taking more. He's take he's taking more time off. His last day is November eighth, which is the day before or November 9th, the day before it launches or whatever. So Isn't that does that seem weird. It seems weird. I'm telling you. Anyway, does that seem weird? And anyway, uh, I, I wish the best for him as as far as moving on to uh, to maybe better and better, happier and better things for for him in his life. Uh, so yeah, another thing I want to talk about is Bungie. We're we're just weeks away from Destiny three. I mean, Destiny one. I mean, Destiny two point five point two four niner. Okay, like, and and let, let me let me talk to say this a little bit. I do like what they're talked about in the um, in in the TWAB, right? In the TWAB, they talk about worlds first, and I, I do like this. I don't know if they, what type of steps they're taking, but worlds first, they're talking about. Oh no, that's the wrong. That's the wrong one I picked. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, this weekend, Bungie, we're calling for a short for next race to the world's first. Destiny 2 Beyond Light is about a month away and launch. And for us, this means closing the game and getting ready for uh, handed off to you with a few more social uh, media moments unveil along uh, along the way. For you, this means a final stretch of anticipating the new story and the new world you're experiencing as you aim down the barrel for the weapons of choice. For the elite raiders in the room, this means a new shot at glory. The race of world's first completion and the raid is one of the most spirited traditions in the Destiny community. 
Race day is when the world turns into eyes on Destiny and sees you uh, emerge as a hero. You stood next to the, some of those legends and strange while the claim of, of the titles in front of cheering crowds and almost time to fire the starting of pistol again. The next race to raid the world's first begins on Saturday, November 21st, okay, at 10 a.m. Pacific. That should give you plenty of time to get ready and see you're assembling your fire team and, and, and uh, conspiring how you power the way up and competitively level. Uh, we here... Uh, we hear you asking when you should call in sick. Now you know, so you get to finalize your plans. Okay, here is what else you need to know. Contest mode will cap all players at 20 power below each encounter for 24 hours. Artifact power will be disabled during contest mode. 1230 power, so uh, 1230 power is your team's goal to be at the cap for all encounters. Being okay. above 1230 will not provide any additional advantage in the final fight. Okay, this year, the ritual the ritual naming of the winners will be different. Following the immediate fanfare and bustle of the follows and checked fla uh, checkered flag, our data scientists will be spending extra time validating the finishing team's run, expecting the official announcement for World's First to come a bit later than usual. Dis disqualifications can happen as per the official rules, and there's official rules that you can click on and see what it is. So finish strong, and even if you hear rumors about other teams' victory. An award ceremony will take place in the days that follow the raid, and will crown the champion who returns to first to orbit after a respectful effort once the validation validated his mission's comp uh, completion. Uh, will enter their names into history, and every member of the six-player team and fire team who is certified as the world's first finishers will receive this title belt as an ultimate uh, reward, and will also unveil a new belt closer to the start of the race. What I do like about this is that they're cleaning this up, right? They're making sure that no one's going to cheat. Doesn't matter what you do because you're well, all going to be a. Still, you, you, you could still cheat. You can still cheat knowing what's going on. It's, yeah, it's even it's an even playing field, right? I got you. Right. I, so so they're they're trying to make it better, right? They're trying to make it better. It. I do love watching Worlds First. Every time a new raid comes out, I'm, I pop up four people from different teams, and I love just sitting there and watching and, and, and the competition. It should yeah, be yeah. it should be televised on ESPN, okay? Because yeah, there, it's there, fun well, to watch. We need to go back to the nerd channel, right? And let let us have our nerd channel, and they just do that. They do a split yeah. screen of the, of the four best teams that are playing right now. And then they just switch to whoever, whatever team is doing the best. They go to that team. They go, look what this guy's yeah, doing. Yeah, and just give us commentary. And, ha and have and have two commentators. Yeah, that's it. Done deal. It might be a small audience, but I guarantee you there'd be people watching it. All right. So you want to do this? We'll, we'll I'll, I'll capture four people, and we'll just we'll just shout cast the the raid for 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 two to six hours. Well, it'll be it'll be it'll be on Saturday. First of all, thank God, thank God, it's on a Saturday. It is on a Saturday. Right? Yeah, it's on a Saturday. I'll, I'll be working probably, but. I think it'd be cool. You know, that's not, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll talk to Lono about that. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do something. I don't know. We'll do commentary as we do. Yes, yeah, split screen with Lono. Maybe we'll do that. Um, oh, I, mean, I can't. I'm, I'm I can't. Glad, oh, that's I'm November. Glad, November we can do that. I'm glad that they are taking steps though to make it even across the board though. But what I, what I, the part that I don't like is I think they decided that they want to do it this way, so it is a race. Because it gets people to play the crap yeah. of the game when it first comes when out. When it first comes out, the, as, the first two and a half opposed, weeks. Yeah. As opposed to as opposed to saying giving it like a month, right? A month, everyone playing, and then and then the rate open up. You have, they make it. They, you have, you have they, eleven days. You have eleven days to just burn through it, right? Yeah. Well, well, how how well how many pinnacles can you get to raise your level up to? to what did you say? The, the best you could do is twelve thirty. Is that what you said? Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty yeah. is the best you get. So if you can only do so many pinnacles a week, and how you you can't get that high, you're not gonna be able to get that high. 
You'll be surprised. I mean, You'll be surprised what the what the top three, guys do. Bro, three weeks is three weeks. You can only get so much gear. Well, they don't There's need. Only they so don't need that, that will that will elevate they, they you don't, to that level. They don't need pinnacle. No, they don't need. Well, they. I think the soft cap is what twelve twenty or is it twelve twelve thirty? I think the the cap is twelve thirty, right? You can't go over that. The pinnacles won't happen till after that. It right, chat? Is that the way it works? So, what's so, what's so, soft cap? So basically, you have ten days just to go as, to get as many pieces of gear as you could possibly have. Oh yeah, they'll do it. They'll be a person like day three or day one. They'll be up for like twenty hours, and if they work for CD Projekt Red, they'll be in a lawsuit. But they're all by their own, so they'll 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 do crunch time and they'll they'll get up there. They'll get up there in the first day. Some of some of these people, they're crazy. They're crazy. I'm guessing twenty uh, twelve thirty soft and twelve forty. That's that's what I'm figuring, Gator. Like twelve thirty is soft cap, and as you go through the raid. You'll get gear, and then they'll start going up to, or yeah, actually that's it. Maybe that's it because once they get gear inside the the raid itself, they'll start going up higher, right? I bet uh, redeem will be at twelve thirty in day, it, right? In two days or less. Absolutely, I agree with you, Paul. Sarge doesn't know. These guys are crazy. Like like, yeah, but but it's a difference that if I just glad and glad I'll be there. Day, and gear day one. and gear is just dropping. I I get that part. The the part of the game where. Gear just drops. You keep raising up levels because you just keep running strikes. You keep going through the, the content of just the story. I get. I'm talking about past that point to where you're trying to get. They they juggle three you... characters. They juggle three characters. What they'll do is they'll play one character, and they'll they'll do certain missions to get the best gear, like the best drops. Once they do that, they'll they'll move the armor or not armor, but they'll move the guns and stuff over. And then they'll run the exact same thing over. By the time they get to their third character, they'll throw the, the the weapons back over to them. It'll be faster, and then they throw it back to the first guy, and then they're ready to go. That they they have a whole method of doing this. Right. Well, yeah. I guess, I guess it's got to be multiple multiple consoles that they're doing because I know a lot of guys have like multiple characters, but they don't have the same character three times. No, no, you can't. Well, it doesn't help you to have three. They have three separate characters. That's what I'm saying. They move the guns over. Right, they're they're moving their guns over. Plus, you have the artifact, right? The artifact will help you get up light level as well. Well, yeah, but the light, but they said that the artifact is not going to help you as far as the raid's concerned. Up it's to, disabled. Right. All that does is all that does is help you. It'll with... it'll it'll just knock you down. It'll it'll knock right. It'll help you get up to to level to get gear to drop for you, and then you're capped at twelve twenty or twelve thirty, right? Mm, and they didn't say anything about the 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 bounties helping you level up this time around. Nothing has been said about it yet, so we don't know. Oh no, they did say something about the bounty. They did say something about the bounties the other day that they're they that you can't use them. I forget. I, I forget where that is. I remember them saying something about the bounties. Chat, help me out here. Is that is that official? I thought they were they were stopping the about bounties. There was nothing about the bounties yet. They didn't they didn't say anything specific about people hoarding bounties that was gonna help you at all. They didn't say anything about that yet. I, I think they not verified yet. I I could have sworn I could have sworn it was in a twab. Uh, I did play the last I did play the last means to an end mission though. I thought that was kind of cool. I I, mean, it, I didn't it, I didn't it play is, it. So you can tell me. Go it, ahead. It is. Uh, I don't I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Is anyone gonna be upset if I talk about it? Uh, let me guess. Hold on a second. You go back to a place we've been before. That's true. Uh, it's got to do with the hive. That's true. Uh, is it the taken hive or is it is it take or is it hive? It's Hive. Uh, Crota. Or Crota. Uh, uh, Crota. Close. Son of Crota. Whatever. You're the, close. <clears throat> You're close. You're right? Close. And I haven't even fucking played the game. Right? I, I honestly don't right. even know. I'm just guessing. I'm just I, I guessing. guessing. Right? right? Destiny 1. Okay, Destiny 1. Now uh, guess. 
Destiny One uh, Second Raid. I forget the guy's name. Doesn't does need to be about a raid. It's just a location. The throne room. It's, I think you're just saying it wrong, but I think you got it. The the the, the room where uh, the, the the in the in the second raid in the in the. Uh... Yes, yeah, so it's the beginning of the raid. That's true. Yeah, that's true. The court of Oryx. Yes. Yeah. All right. So it is. Yes. Yeah. Look, yes. look, look yeah. I'm fucking. It's amazing, people. I haven't played the game or watched uh, anything, and yet uh, I'm no. living in Marvel Land right now. What 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 I, what I will say is this: like the the area that you spawn into before you walk into the area that is, that is the Court of Oryx, I really appreciate the the artists who actually make the, up these giant rooms. But I always feel sad because I don't think anyone should spend that much time doing anything like that when nobody cares and just runs forward right. and doesn't look at the room. <clears throat> Like, I, I think you just scale it down to be like a 20 by 20 room and everyone would be fine with it. They make these epic cathedral settings with the skybox. It looks amazing. It's, it's video game but porn. It's, but, but it's the guy, <laughs> but it's the guy, the guys work on it get to be seen for 10 seconds and no one gives a shit. It's like, it just seems like a waste of time. It, it just seems like a waste of time. De, de, it's a stripper, man. Stripper on the pole. I get it. Stripper on the pole. I, I get it, man. Look I at me. It. Look at me. You're like, oh, this is amazing. Right? And then they're off. Off stage, like, where did, where up? Where'd it go? Right? And you're like, ah, oh, I gotta pay the season pass. All right. I mean, Come on back out. I just Come on back I just, out. I just feel bad. I feel bad because I know it takes a lot of time to make that kind of stuff up. And if it doesn't make that, if and if it doesn't take long to make that kind of stuff, then I should be seeing it all the time. That's how I feel about this. If if you guys can pop out that kind of scenery. In a couple months, then we should be seeing a lot more of that. But, but if it takes a long time, I feel bad. I, I love looking at, at stuff like that. I love looking at the... I, I, Destiny is beautiful, right? And that's not the problem with Destiny. Here, Here's a problem with Destiny that I see right now, right? Just one? For, yeah, just, just one. It's, it's one big long one, though, right? First off, how much time is spanned between the six years that we played, right? Because at the end of at the end of Taken King, you right into the Rise of Iron that goes that's right like in... Months. It's like two months. So what's happening right now? You went back to the Court of Oryx, right? Or whatever the, the fucking place was. So was it, it, it like two months? Right, two months after you blew up the, the dreadnought? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, how much time has actually passed? I'm guessing like like five, six months. Okay, great. About five or six months, I think. So I think is what it was. So how long has it been? Okay. Yeah, tomorrow you get what I really think. How long has it been since the stranger told us? That she didn't have time to tell us, but she didn't have time to tell us. Well, that's that's the funny part. See that that can be thrown into your face at any time because once you put in time travel, all bets are off. Okay, great. Does she have time to tell us now? And will she tell us that this is Destiny One again? Because in Destiny One, we had Earth. Okay, we had Earth, we had the Moon, we had Venus, and we had Mars. I, am I missing something? Oh, the Dreadnought. We had the Dreadnought. Okay, the Dreadnought was... Okay, great. Then Destiny 2, we had all of this stuff, and now all of this stuff is gone. And now in Destiny 3, I mean 1, I mean 2.5, we have Earth, the Moon, Dreaming City, and Europa. Am I missing one? Is there is there well, something tangled shore? Okay, well that's the dreadnought. Tangled. That's 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 that's, that's the dreadnought. So we have we have the exact same amount of places that we did in Destiny One. Now yeah. we have a new subclass as well, right? Where right. new people are starting back on the Cosmodrome. I feel like I said the Dreaming City. 
right? Yeah. I, I, I feel like we're playing Destiny 1 all over again. And but, but, but I look at this, I don't look at this as, as, as Destiny Beyond Light. I look at this as Destiny 3 because we're basic, you're basically starting over again with a basic, with, with, the, with the learning of a subclass and the beginning of another story. Yeah, but at the same time, yes, we've progressed six years or five months, okay, over these six years. But the story, yeah, we have some pre-story. Maybe the stuff we just played is the actual stuff the stranger was going to tell us that she didn't have time to tell us. Do you see what well, I'm saying? Hoping. Well, you're hoping. Do you see what I'm saying? The stuff that we just played from when she said, I don't have time to explain what I don't have time to explain is the stuff that she was going to tell us is the stuff that we played. Do you see what I'm saying? And now she shows up. And we're back, starting back in D one basically again. Well, that's that's how I look at it because when you, when we started when we started Destiny one, you had only the one class to level up, and then they unlocked the other class, and then you had to level that one up, and then it was a little bit of time that went by, and then we got our third class like it was like six months in, right? Almost a year, almost a year, and we got the third class. So I just look at that as this is what we're doing except it's just a darkness version of this so you're going to have this one darkness class that you're going to level up and you're going to be learning about it and then they're going to be another class it, it goes in threes <clears throat> it, it can't it can't it can't it can't just be a random occurrence I that you have one darkness power and that's it it's got to be something else I, I i swear to god if she says i have time to tell you now and then she starts rechappering the she's like well, I was going to tell you you were going to fight Crota, and I was going to tell you that you were going to fight uh, Oryx, and I was going to tell you this, and you're like, well, I just did all that. You could have just told me, but you played it. I believe that's what it is. That's why she's back. She's going to be like, I, I finally have time to tell you, and you'd be like, we don't need you to tell us because we actually actually lived it, right? I'm, I'm interested to see if it's more akin to a story with branches or if it's just a brief story and then you're just in a sandbox of Europa. Like that to me is going to is will define to me if this is Destiny 3 or not. Because if it's if it's just if it's just a if it's just a rock into the pond to get things moving again and it's like another shadow keep with a little bit of story and it's just another playground, but see I don't I don't think that's it. In order to get the in order for the community to stay longer and to want to play this part of the content, it has to be something more meatier. It's got to be on the line of a Forsaken. It has to be. It has to be. I'm still. I am still going with my first. With my first thought process, and I'm expecting it to be. You're going to play Europa, and then once you play Europa, you're going to accidentally find there's another thing behind that. It's going to be so. a smaller. I hope a so. Smaller. It, it might. It, it might not be as big as Dreaming City, but it's going to be something Something's else. Happen. Something else behind Europa. Either another moon, another destination point. Something's got to be there to keep the story going. Because if it's, listen, even though it's an Earth-sized area, like Europa's supposed to be big, according to what they keep talking about, Earth, because Earth's pretty big. Earth's one of yeah. the biggest areas. It's going to be Earth-sized, but I'm still thinking there might be either a Mercury-sized or a Mars-sized thing in the background that we don't know yet. We're gonna, we're gonna see, man. 
Quote me all you want, Gator. I've been, Gator I don't change. Gator, I don't. I don't change my mind. Gator, uh, you can you can uh, clip this and add it to our Discord underneath uh, predictions. There's a there's a prediction tab that you can. Yeah, I don't. You can I don't. On. I don't change. I, we talked about this many times, but I'm I, as we get closer, I'm going to repeat the same stuff over again. I'm telling you, it's not. So they they have to get people to lock in. They have to. All right. I'm I'm I'm, I'm calling. I'm calling on the Goonie Squad. I, I have to start playing Destiny again because we're doing the Rages Round Table starting tomorrow. Okay. This weekend, I need to complete the evacuations off of each of the planets or whatever. I did IO. Um, I did half of Titan. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I want to evacuate the game. Okay. I need I, I need someone to just run with me to play the content to, to talk. To so while, talk you're, while you're mindlessly just shooting stuff, we'll just talk to you? That, that's all I want. Like it's like trying to talk you off a ledge. Yeah, just you just got we, we got to talk about something as I'm mindly shooting something. I don't I honestly don't care about the stuff. I just want to progress the, the story so I can talk about it. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's all about Destiny. Uh, if you want more Destiny talk and, and find out what I'm, I'm more about Destiny, I do a podcast tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on YouTube on uh, YouTube.com slash say no to rage um, for the Rages Roundtable. I'll be joining Lono, myself, and I, I don't know who the other other co-hosts are. I, I think it's people from his community. So, that's But, what I, but I will say, I, I will say the, the, the combat mechanics for that last boss fight were challenging because it incorporated mm. all the things you've learned since you've been playing Destiny. Mm. So at least it was, a, it, was a, it was a fun mechanical boss fight. Well, how, so how far off am I from that? I have to evacuate all the things, and then after I well, evacuate, see, the, the the thing I don't the thing I don't know is because you haven't done the means to the end quest every week, are you behind? Probably. And do you have to keep? And do you have to keep doing those? Probably. Or is the one that's open this week just means you move on because no, you've done the same I, I so many times? It's ridiculous. I think I have to go through the each week, so I, 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 I have to do that. I have to do it nine times because I I've been missing it for yeah, like but it, eight but it, weeks. But it won't. But yeah, but it won't change in the same week if that's the case. If that's what you believe, then you'd have to be doing it for the next weeks up leading up to the fact that when the game finally changes, because you can't repeat that mission again each week. Oh, do or, I, or, or on the same on the same week? Do I move on? I don't. Have, I, I'm I don't hoping have to, that's. I don't have to do it. Stealth? Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Whatever he does, if he does, if he does it this week, I think he's there, right? I don't think it makes you force to do each week. I right? missed one and played the next week, and I was able to get the missing lore piece. So you're saying I have to do it once, and it'll give me eight weeks of lore pieces? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, we're, we're we're about to find out. It's gonna get all the lore after one run by always talking to Eris. Got it. Cool. Well, then that's okay. how I'm going to do it from now on. I'm just going to wait till the end of the season. Well, and then, uh, no, it brings you up to speed. Oh, fantastic. The, 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 now, you, now you guys are making me upset. What the hell am I playing it for? Yeah, what, I are, what, just are you, what are you playing for, Sarge? Why do I play it every week? I don't even know why I'm playing it every week. <laughs> I should just wait till, until it's over and then just talk to Eris one time and I'll be all right. One time at the end of the season. That sounds amazing. I'll just wait then. We don't need to do it this weekend. I'll just wait another four weeks, right? I got another three weeks. And then that way, that way you'll make the movie connect. You'll that's right. I just finish, finish it and, and then, then go, go right, right in. in, right in. And then go right in. I think that's the way we'll do it. Thanks, Chad. I mean, oh, amazing. All right, let's talk about the next. Where, where is it? Let's let's talk about the next story. Next story. Where am I? Am I? I'm way up high. All right, so the next story I want to talk about is uh, that I've, I've I've mentioned it before, 
how powerful like Game Pass is, okay? And how Xbox is not even playing the same game anymore. So Microsoft is planning to bring Game Pass to Apple's iPhone and iPad targeting 2021. Now for potential release of a direct browser-based solution. Now that was earlier in the week. Now there's official, official announcements uh, that the browser that Microsoft told employees it plans to release a browser-based app for the Xbox Game Pass streaming service next year that will get around Apple's App Store rules. We absolutely will end up on the iOS. Okay. So there's this sounds, this sounds sketchy. They're, Go they're, ahead. they're going around and Epic right now is like, this is amazing. What are they doing? Because Epic's like, we could do the exact same thing if we make an app store inside their browser and then we can go around them so we don't have to get our, our they're, they can't wait. Epic's like, go ahead, Microsoft, show us the, show us the door. Okay. So Microsoft uh, gaming boss, Phil Spencer told employees that all hands are in meeting on Wednesday. The company is, is planning to bring Game Pass to Apple iPhone and iPad targeting 2021 for the potential release of a direct browser based solution. Business Insider has learned Quote, we absolutely will end up on iOS, Spencer told employees, according to two people, a direct knowledge of his of his comments. Microsoft did not comment at the time of publication. Apple has not yet responded to the request for comment. Microsoft last month added a key new feature of Game Pass, its Netflix-style subscription service that gives Xbox and PC gamers access to a vast catalog of games. Now Game Pass subscribers can stream many uh, in not included titles directly to their Android phones and tablets, no console required. No console required noble uh, nobil, uh notable by the absence of the features launch was support for apple's iphone and ipad and apple's spokesperson told business insiders this summer that does not allow their game streaming in apps like game pass or google stadia because it's unable to review the game of service and respectable libraries so phil spencer said well apple we respect what you guys are doing over there and you guys keep doing what you're doing but we're gonna put it on your browser uh, so when people open Safari, they can get Game Pass through your browser. Thanks a lot. We don't have to pay you anything. You get nothing. You get no because it's a browser. They're, they can't they can't go after them because it's a browser. It's a loophole. It's a loophole yeah, that, in the system. Yeah, but does that does, yeah, but does that is that really going to count? Like you is that is that really though? How can you put a browser into the into it's easy. iOS? It's easy. You're just taking the app and you're writing code to put it into the browser. You could play you could play Flash games, you could play other games right now in browsers. You could play an emulator right now in a browser on Google. So so how are they Okay, I'm trying to understand this now. So basically they want to put a browser into no, the no. iOS. No, no, no. No, no. They're taking Safari, which is the browser on iOS devices, right. and they're writing it right into it. They're going to be putting Game Pass right into the browser. So you type in Game Pass in the Safari browser, and you can okay. start playing games through the browser. Okay. I would assume it would work that you would have to log into GamePass.com or whatever the fuck it is. You would log into your account, and then every time you save it and whatever, you go back to that, you could just start playing your games right through the Safari browser. Hmm. How's it what? going? How's it going to perform since the functionality is off the browser, mo uh, mobile browser? Well, it was uh, it's off their servers, and they're using the browser to to connect it to the servers, just like they're using the app to connect it to the servers. If you were using the Game Pass app 
on Android device. It's doing the exact same thing, Duplass. It's just talking. There's a lot more technical stuff behind the scenes of that, but that's that's what it is. Trying to look through a browser on your iPhone. Well, you can make it full screen, Gator, right? And and, and on, on an iPad, you can still do it. I'm sure they would have a way of getting around it, which is, I'm telling you, this is this is big news because Microsoft's like, yeah, we respect what you're doing with your with your store, but we're going to put our thing on your browser anyway. And Epic's like, holy shit, you can do that? <laughs> Epic right now is like, wait a minute, you're telling us we don't even have to use the Apple iOS store. We could just take Fortnite and build it into the browser like, hello. Yeah. Like I think I think right now though the the court case is going on I I don't think Epic is is doing very well in the in, in the court case in the court we'll case yeah they yeah. they they're there's a win for them they 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 can't take down anyone that's using the the Unreal tournament that's associated with them but they just can't use it with Fortnite right right so that it, it's 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 still it's still a precedent that's about to be set we don't know which way yet but. It's definitely going to mean some things are going to shift around if, if if Epic wins at all. Well, that's that's one that's one Microsoft news. Okay, the next Microsoft news I want to talk about. This is like a, a this is one shade one more shade step towards PlayStation, right? Xbox Series X will let players transfer their Xbox 360 cloud saves for free. 360. Not all of them. No, I know 360. I got you. I got Where you. PlayStation doesn't even let you take your Spider-Man save and move it over to the PlayStation 5 that just came out two years ago. Microsoft says, hey, you got a 360? You got some games in your 360 that's 11 years old? Yeah, you can bring that over. You can bring that over, and we'll give it to you. I didn't do anything to my finger. It's just it, it's it's just protecting my, my, my nails coming off. So this is just protecting my nail. That's it. It's, it's, it's okay. It's all right. Um, so... Xbox consoles are highly anticipated. The packaging for the Xbox Series X has already seen uh, the original Xbox, and the company has played into the nostalgic furthered hashtag. Players who write hashtag jump in on Twitter will notice the old tagline for 360 now creates an Xbox Series X emoji, which seems to be a nostalgic nod. The legacy of Xbox console may be tactical as it ties in with the backwards compatibility practice. The consoles are implementing the latest nod to the ability to move the Xbox 360 saves from the cloud at no cost. Players used to have an Xbox Live account to transfer games, but this restriction has been eased. Instead, players will now be able to begin downloading their saves on games that they were backwards compatible from Xbox Series X and S, and as soon as they tune in, uh, turn on their new system. This will likely please players who invested heavily in previous generations, as well as those games still enjoy Xbox exclusives from the past, such as the original Halo trilogy, Fable games. With that said, some players will also want more of the handy features of older games. Um, the Xbox Game Pass, some players want to see the next generation of Xbox consoles deliver more exclusives. With games like Halo Infinite pushed back, some have felt that the launch of upcoming Xbox console may be lackluster. So they're just trying to soften the blow, right? They're like, hey, here's some old games. Here's some new games. Here's some Game Pass games. Oh, and by the way, if you buy these games ahead of time, it's smart delivery. It moves ahead. So they're trying to soften the blow. They're like, we know we don't have any games right now at launch. But you can buy the games right now for this generation and smart delivery going to the next generation. And you can bring your saves over from 360 into games that are first party titles and stuff uh, for Xbox and, and, and move it over. Right. So that's another 
nice, uh, nice uh, little little cherry, right? It's not a big deal, but at the same time, it's like, hey, that's nice. Thanks, Xbox. Thanks, Microsoft, for 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 doing that. Um, I wonder if I could. I wonder if I could bring my save over from Ultimate Alliance and then play the game again on my on my new Xbox. We'll we'll see. Um, another story would be interesting. Would be interesting. Right. So remember why I said Game Pass can run anywhere. They could literally put it on televisions and everything. This is just a really small, stupid story. But Doom Internal can run on the Samsung fridge thanks to xCloud. That's what I'm talking about, people. Okay. Uh, wait, wait. What's Doom? What's Doom? Doom Internal, the newest Doom. The new, the new one. Right. Can run on the Samsung fridge, beca- fridge because of xCloud. That's what I'm talking about, right? PlayStation what, what can only of, be of... played on PlayStation. <laughs> Xbox can be played on phones, tablets, TVs, and browsers, and fridges. And fridges. Okay, and fr- that's what so I'm saying. So what's the what what's the what's the graphics card like on a Samsung fridge? I wonder. Well, do you, do you, do you have to remove the ice machine? No, you don't. A new gra- no, you, you don't even need to do that. It's all coming yeah, know, from the streaming. streaming. I that's know it. you're streaming. I yeah. want I, Stadium. Stadia missed can, out. Can you imagine? If they, had yeah. just, if they had just made Stadia on people's fridges, that's right. Right, it'd have been a done deal. Th- that's that's amazing though that you say that. Like, can you imagine? I have a I have a thirty ninety TX or TI in my Samsung fridge. It's like, in my fridge. It's it's cooled by the by the freezer. It's got that. It's got the right. the, the ice cold right. like, I, I, freezing. My, my, my game system is being cooled by the fridge itself. By, by the fridge itself. It's my, just computer, the, my computer is yeah. in the fridge. Right. You yeah. open it up. Like the, the bottom part of the fridge is the giant fan that's happening. It's like cooling it down. That's not a bad idea. Why hasn't anyone yeah. thought about putting a fridge as the box for their computer? I mean, that just makes sense. I mean, come on. That's amazing. I bet you that's on the internet oh somewhere. Oh my god, Doom is on a fridge. I wonder if that's on the I, I wonder I, if that I, is. I want to walk into I want to walk into an appliance store and I want to see the Samsung fridge and the guy try to sell it to me and and did as you a know? Perk, yeah. It, did you know it plays Doom Eternal? It's got a it's got yeah. a it's got a, a it freezer. Makes, it makes it yeah. makes round ice cubes and it plays Doom Eternal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you see these doors? It's got magnetic build, nice easy opening. It's got a nice uh, freezer cooler, easy access. Oh, and did I tell you that you could play Doom Eternal? Doom Eternal on this fridge? <laughs> It's got uh, 3080 30, like, Ti. The housewife's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Hold on, honey. There's a demon. Hold there's on, a honey. demon. There's a demon on the fridge. That, uh, oh my god! There's a demon. There's a demon on my hold, fridge. Hold on, honey. I'm 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 talking to the guy here. We're we're, we're talking. So what what other games can you play on here? Well, you can play <laughs> Destiny. You can play Destiny Two uh, on the fridge. It's on Game Pass, right? Uh, <laughs> can my fridge get Game Pass? Yes, your fridge can get Game Pass. Yes, incredible. Yeah. My fridge can, can get Game Pass. Game Pass on XCloud. And the world, the world has opened up. <laughs> come, oh, hold on, hold on. I, I think I found it, guys. Yeah, look at this. Look, look at this. Is this is this it? Did I find it? Thermal combines PC case with fridge. Here you go. Look, I, I found it. Is this a refrigerator? Oh, combines a fridge. Oh, that's not that's 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 not a fridge. Come on, I want to see refrigerator rig. Yeah, uh, that's the same thing. It's a small refrigerator rig. He he took a mini fridge, and he converted it into a. Yeah, he took a mini fridge. There you go. See, someone already did it. Here, let's watch this. We're we're just gonna put this. He took a mini fridge and turned it into a rig for the computer. Right? He took a mini fridge. Let me see if we. I don't need to see all this. I want to see the actual rig. Come on, we'll go to the end. Give me, give me a good shot. 
Yeah, he took a he took a, a mini fridge rig, and he turned it into. And, as far as I could tell, th this is a business, right? You you could turn these fridges into mini fridges into into, into rigs. I mean, this is this is good stuff, guys. If you're not if you're not doing this, look at it. It's, it's got liquid cooled shit going on here. Oh, that's that's badass. They're using they're using Vex milk. <laughs> They're using they're using Vex milk to cool the computer. That's that's high tech right there. That's also a slushy machine inside there, so you can also get a slushy machine. Fucking Vex milk. I'm gonna that's put some serious power. Now. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in chat. If you guys want to watch that, you guys can watch that. But I found it. I found a fridge. I found a fridge that you can turn into your your. I wonder Take how much that, that Samsung. <laughs> Not only can you play Doom Eternal, but you can actually make it in a computer. All right, so that's a, that's another story from uh so we have that. We have we have that. Okay, here's another acquisition, right? Here's another thing. Xbox rumor. Let me put it out there because other people I know come in here and like, I don't like people that just spread bullshit and they just want to talk about stuff. This is speculation. Everything I'm saying now is part of a rumor. Do not take it take everything with a grain of salt. Okay? Xbox rumor says it has one more acquisition to announce, and it could be big. Okay, so a podcast, uh, Sheple Ed drops a rumor in the episode of Xbox Era recorded over a week ago, but only now making the rounds. The podcaster are talking about Microsoft acquisitions with The Verge, Thomas Warner, and says he feels like Microsoft is going to announce another acquisition soon, though he makes it clear that it's just an impression that he has. Okay, he follows up by saying that it's actually heard Microsoft has another acquisition announced. No verified sources to provide for this rumor. It's a rumor. It's a rumor. Okay, in other words, Microsoft may have one more acquisition to announce in preparation for the Xbox Series X launch. To be clear, Shepard Ed doesn't say or seem to know when the acquisition will be announced, and he says outright that he doesn't know what the acquisition is. But if the rumor is true has reached him at all, it's likely implies that the acquisition would be something that Microsoft is capable of announcing soon. And since it has already been inter uh, interested in to see how it takes on save the best for last mentality, although the, it's hard to imagine they could beat one bigger thing than Bethesda. So let's just speculate here. This is speculation now. Do not run with this or actually run with it. Like put it somewhere. Okay, put it on your Twitter feed. Get people over here. Okay, what company do you think that this could be? Like, we're talking Bethesda, seven point five billion. That's a big fucking announcement. What can be bigger? What could be a shocker value than that? Not by price, big, no. Not by no, no, price, no, no. but company right, so pickup. Let's 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 run it. Let's run through it. Uh, who does who does the Kingdom Hearts? Who does Kingdom Hearts? Square Enix. Square Enix, okay, and and they also do Final Fantasy, correct? Final Fantasy, yeah. They also do. Okay. Uh, they also publish uh, Marvel, Marvel Avengers. Okay, okay. So I think that that's in the realm. Of, that's in the realm of possibilities because it puts a big boot up the ass of PlayStation if they get Square Enix. Yeah, because they. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It could be. Right. Rockstar doesn't need anybody. Nick, I want to say I want to agree with you 100. percent But well, Rockstar, Rockstar is part of Take Two, so they would have to buy. Two. They would have to buy Take Two. Right. They have to buy. Right now that. That could also be something that would be catastrophic for 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 gaming as a whole if Take Two was bought out. Now, what else does Take Two make? What's the spectrum of Take Two? I I, I forget the games that they make now. It's been too long. 
Uh, so Grand Theft Auto uh, isn't 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 Hitman isn't Hitman part of that too? Uh, Hitman part. Of let me let me just uh, talk to Duplis real fast. Duplis, uh, you say it's not possible. Just to let you know, just to let you know, Square Enix is net worth is one point two six billion. That is literally a Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. of Microsoft looking through the couch cushion in their in their break office to buy Square Enix. I'm just putting it out there. Okay. One point two six billion dollar I mean, net worth. What, what 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 would give them a more broader range of games? That's well, that's that's what here, looks, here's that's the thing. I, I know everyone wants it to be like it, it could be Bungie, right? But Bungie doesn't have the Japanese market, right? I like where you're going with Square Enix, if we're speculating. Phil Spencer's been on record saying that they want to be more involved in the Japanese market. Uh, the Square Enix is definitely on the plate. Square though. Enix is definitely else, on the plate in this speculation. Right, what, else, what else? Who else has got the games, though, in, in the Japanese market, though? Capcom has only got, what, the fighting games and a couple of the things, though, you right? Have, you, have, have... you have Konami. You have Sega. Oh, fuck, fuck Konami. You have Konami. You have they're Sega. They make it slot. They make it slot. They make it. You have Square. You have Square Enix. You have. Um, oh God, what's the other one? Yeah, Capcom, Sega. You have Square Enix. There's one more. One more big one. Come on, chat. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go. I'm. I'll, I'll go with Square Enix because that that takes care of a Bandai, lot of games. That, Bandai. There you go. That takes care of a lot of games, though. Right. And well, that, Square and Enix, that also, and that also puts a hurt on PlayStation. Square Square Enix has a lot, a lot of a lot of companies. They have fourteen, I believe. Fourteen. Hold on. Let me see what how many companies they have. They have Square Enix. I'm gonna. Uh... Yeah, they they have a lot of subsidiaries. A lot of subsidiaries. <clears throat> they have a lot. They have one, two, uh, three, uh, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen subsidiary studios underneath their underneath their underneath Square Enix. Others uh, underneath Square Enix. Yeah, that that to me seems that would be like that would seem like the better choice. I to be I, in the Asian market. Can, can you imagine? I again, I I can't say it enough. Speculation. We're just. We're just bullshitting. We're just talking stuff. Like, obviously, I said that I think Bungie can be picked up. Anybody can be picked up. They have $75 billion cash money. $75 billion. They can literally do the Bethesda deal 10 times over. 10 times over. So money is not an issue. Okay? What I think Square Enix would be the major contender in this one, it's a Japanese, it's it, it's in that market. Two, can you imagine the blow that would cause to PlayStation because of Final Fantasy alone? I mean, that would be insane. Right, right. That would be insane. So, I don't know, chat, what do you guys think? If they had one more purchase to buy and they were going to do it, it's the last one one more thing moment. You know, they're doing a press conference like, wait. We got one more thing, right? Well, Gator, that's what we were talking about before, right? Why is he leaving, right? So <clears throat> we, are, we were talking that maybe Bungie gets picked up by Microsoft. The signs are there, right? The signs are there. Everyone says that Bungie's not for sale. 
everybody's for sale. Everybody's for sale. You just have to hit the number. Okay. You just have to hit the number. And I think that Bungie said their number. Microsoft looked at it and said, you're crazy. They went out and bought a much bigger studio. Okay. To bring down Bungie's cost. Okay. They would have an infinite amount of cash flow. They would have they would have resources beyond belief, okay, to make Destiny what they want. Destiny is not a three more year year game. Destiny is the next Call of Duty, and what I mean by that is 15, 20 year franchise down the road, right? That that's what I'm talking about. Destiny. Bungie didn't pick up the IP from Activision for 180 million dollars just so they could just finish out the next three years and then be done with 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 destiny right yeah, but don't you don't you think the developers would be done with it aren't you working on the same shit for that long don't you think you've had enough they can here's the best part if microsoft picks up bungie bungie's working they just on rotate they just, just rotate whatever they just give it to somebody else and one of the other 27 studios they have now or you know what i mean that they can help them uh work on do you see what i'm saying just like activision did when they gave vicarious visions and high moon help them take off the load off of them Microsoft has picked up all these new studios. All right. all right, so I'll go down. I'll go down on paper on this one. My my first gut, my first gut thing is going to be, is going to be Bungie because they're lucrative. They are a Call of Duty kind of a type of franchise, and they can sell a hundred dollar product every year for the, for the last eight years, right? So it's right. a given, right? It's a given, right? And they're a talented studio, and they're making their own money. Square Enix, on the other hand, is also definitely viable. So, because they have the Japanese market and it would definitely put a hurt more on PlayStation. So, I would say the short version, but Mega Play is Square Enix, but springtime next year is Bungie. So, you're saying you're saying they're buying two two more things. No, no, because the rumor you said there's, 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 there's an one acquisition. More, one in, more acquisition. There's, there's one more acquisition in the market, right? Now, I associated Bungie because Bethesda had Fallout on Game Pass, and then all of a sudden Bethesda went down. Correct, because they were on because they became connected with it. Bungie's now on Game Pass, so I use that as the open door to say right. they're next on the block. Right. It now, fits. It fits I, the market. It fits the market. Right now, I think if it was if it was a big enough deal, PlayStation would know or Sony would know about it from Square Enix. They would know something. Because they 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 know they know each other for too long, right? So my number one pick is Bungie. My number mm. two pick is Square Enix. I mean, I like what Gator's saying, right? They've been struggling in the Japanese market. Square Enix would be a major pickup for for Microsoft. But that's but that's a that's a lot of money spent on acquisitions in just one year. Again, you're talking about seventy five point five billion man. dollars cash. I know, man. That's know. billion with a B. I'm aware. I know the letters. They could literally give them $74 billion for that company and still have a billion dollars left over in cash. It, it's it's a matter of being able to make profit out of the... It's not just spending money. They have to they have to show something to their investors. Oh, I believe... I, I, I think, think about this. Think about this. What brings more money in? Bungie with one game. Hold on. With, yep. one, with one game that can now be accessed in 3.5 billion devices or... Square Enix with Final Fantasy that can now be accessed by 3.5 billion. I go, I'm going. That's why I number, <laughs> my, number one, my number one. My number one pick is Bungie. My number one pick is Bungie. I, 
I'm also going to agree. I'm just, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. I agree that Bungie's the number one acquisition. If they have one more acquisition, it's Bungie, right? And then they pick up the other market later with, with, with that because they can make their money back on Bungie much faster than they can make their money back with Square Enix. Right, because their games take over. Like, they're, they're, right? Like, like, Bungie's like, already love, making I, games like, and ready Final to go. Fantasy, I'm, I love Final Fantasy, but I'm not even going to pay attention to it until the whole thing's done. I'm not going to buy pieces of Final Fantasy VII Remake until I get it all. It's like me waiting for a, a series to be over and then binge watch it. I'm going to wait till the whole game's done, right? Whether it be five years from now, whatever, and then buy the collecting series of Final Fantasy VII. I'll be I'll be okay with that. <clears throat> all right. Well, I like I like that acquisition. That's a good one, chat. <clears throat> if you guys are listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, I do appreciate you very much for listening to the to the show. We're, we're we're not over. I'm just trying to give it like a halfway point here. We're we're just over uh, an hour and fifteen minutes into the show. Um. All right. So. I want to talk about, I think we have one more story. Let me just make sure Microsoft is all done. Oh, no, Microsoft is not done. But I, I almost missed one of the most important stories of this whole thing. Okay. This next story is also including Microsoft. This is not Xbox, but this is Microsoft. Okay. This one shocked me, which puts a wrench, puts a wrench in what our prediction was two and a half years ago or three years ago with GameStop saying it's dead. GameStop is dead. Okay. So, I, I said, I said Bungie, uh, Gator. I said Bungie. I think Bungie is, is going to get picked up. Microsoft will share digital revenues with GameStop on every Xbox it sells. Okay, an investment advisor says retailers will get a shared DLC sales in physical games as purchased from another company. Okay. So details have emerged about a partnership between Microsoft and GameStop that will retailers receive a share of digital revenues generated by the consoles sold in their stores. This agreement has been rumored, but investment advisor Domo Capital Management claimed via Twitter said that they received confirmation that GameStop, uh, that the chain will get a share of all downstream revenue from customers that brings in from Xbox ecosystem this generation. Essentially, if the customer has purchased the Xbox Series X or S from any GameStop branch, the retailer will get a share of each digital purchase the user makes, whether it's a full game download or downloadable forever for downloadable for downloadable content. Domo even claims that it applies when DLC is being purchased for the physical base game or was bought at another retailer, providing the DLC is being bought from the Xbox store. This also extends to pre-owned Xbox uh, Series X and S consoles, with GameStop reporting to Microsoft every unit that it sells. It's unclear whether a similar arrangement is happening with Sony, but we reached out to GameStop for more information. This is fucking huge. Okay? Think about this. It's weird. So we were talking about it on stream earlier today in, in, in my in my stream, right? People were like, well, I can't get an Xbox. I can't get an Xbox. They're all they're all sold out. I'm like, that's the way it's supposed to be because they're one, they want you to foam at the mouth to try to get it, right? Do you think this is going to happen when they just made a deal like this with GameStop? You better believe that GameStop is going to have an infinite amount of supply of Xbox Series S's because they're going to be making a lot more money off the S's than the X's. Then they will, right. Okay, right. now they make money off the X and they make money off the S. But as this says, okay, they get money off of the, sorry. They they make it off essentially the, okay, 
from any of the GameStop branches, the retailer will get shared for each digital purchase the user makes. Whether the full game download or downloadable content also claims that it'll have DLC being purchased from physical base games bought through another retailer. So if I bought the game from Target, but it's in my system now, and now I download the digital version of the DLC, or I download and purchase a skin, or I download and purchase something else, GameStop gets a percentage of that. Yeah, but that Xbox would have been bought from a from, from GameStop. GameStop. Yes, as long as the system is bought from GameStop, anything digitally sold from that system from here on to the whenever, okay, they get a cut from. That's, That's amazing. Crazy. I told That's you crazy. Reggie was a good move at GameStop. Okay, I said he's going to make some connections so, here. So, so Reggie probably talked to to Spencer. Oh, of course. Right? Right, they probably he probably got him on the phone. It's like, dude, you got to help us out of this one. I I bet you they'll make the same deal with Sony. They have to, right? Because I I just don't I just don't see it not working. If if Microsoft gets into GameStop, everyone thinks GameStop is dead. But this just if if they're the official official place to get the we have it in stock, right? They already Microsoft already invested in them. We're giving them new tablets and new stuff in the store with the with the POS system and stuff. Now, all of a sudden, they get all digital sales. People are like, I can't get an Xbox. I guarantee you'll be able to get an Xbox at GameStop, right? Uh, magically, it'll be oodles and oodles of bundles of them coming through the for, through your asshole, okay? <laughs> They'll be like, yeah, you want an Xbox? We got how many would you want? We got we got green ones. We got ones with skins. We got a whole bunch of them. We got a whole shit ton of game uh, Xboxes. Am, do, I, do I really have to go out and buy a GameStop's, GameStop stock again? Am I, is that what happens now? Am I have to go out and buy GameStop stock? This is, this is, this is, look, people look at this and go, how much, what, how much GameStop stock? You could I probably mean, get it for like two pennies at this moment. No, uh, it's like, you know, it's like $16, I think. 10 bucks i'm gonna say 10 no, 16 uh, for sure is it 16 i'm not, i'm not even looking it up i'm just i'm just i'm guessing 10 i'll, I'll say 11 it closed at 11 someone look it up give me know what it is yeah they just remove <laughs> can you imagine they just have one 13, playstation 13 dollars 1383 i, I would yep. buy i would buy some did it go up recently did it go up yeah it went up 10 percent the last couple weeks oh yeah you weeks after this announcement it's gonna go up. I would buy stock in them, and even if it goes up to sixteen or twenty, I would definitely, I would definitely uh, uh, sell it after that. I'm telling you, this GameStop. GameStop's the Walking Dead, bro. Can, can you imagine what what Nick just said? Like you walk into a GameStop, it's got a hundred Xboxes, like on full to the roof. It's got like two Playstations. All all S's. Yeah, S's they're just everywhere. S's everywhere. They're like, oh, sorry, we don't have. To. They have the X's in the back room. They don't want to. They don't even want to sell the X's. Sorry, sorry, sorry we, we have. We don't have an X. We just have S's. I'm, I'm so sorry. Right? I said this a couple weeks ago. I said Xbox wants to sell the S. They want you in house. They want you yes. in their in their world, their library. Yes. So you have to get what they 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 want to get. Right? Yes. This would behoove. I uh, sorry, I used the word behoove. PlayStation to get in on this too, because. They're charging $70 for their digital games and physical games. So they should get in on this market and just sell the PlayStation discless inside of, uh, of GameStop. If I was if I was GameStop, I'd be like, yeah, we just want the S's and we just want the digital. We just want the digital versions of all consoles in our stores. We don't even want it. You can't buy a disc in GameStop. It's just S's, right? It's incredible. 
this is this is huge. This is going to be huge is, for GameStop. This is definitely, this is definitely a Reggie talks to Phil Spencer. Thing. Th this, this is, is definitely what that is. This is fourth quarter comeback. Thirty seconds left. This is buzzer beater. This Microsoft reviving GameStop during a pandemic when there was no way in hell they were going to make it to them one more year. And Microsoft's like, eh, we just bought Bethesda. We'll we'll give you charity. We'll we'll what what, what other companies can we do? Uh, well, what they about might, GameStop? They, they, might, they might they might turn GameStop into the Microsoft Store. You don't know. Yeah, they could, but that doesn't make sense because they did close down the Microsoft Store. Yeah, that's because no one wants to go to a Microsoft Store, but everybody wants to go to a GameStop. Well, maybe they call it. Maybe they just call it MicroStop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. GameSoft. <laughs> just seems just seems a little strange. This this close this close to being dead and now they're revived again. They can they can they can implement a lot of money into that company to to revive GameStop to get people to come back to GameStop to be like because remember GameStop was renovating all those stores to make them like a hangout place, right? Soft spot. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So that's that's another that's another story there. All right, I want to go. Uh, AMC, this is a quick story, because this is about all they're getting. AMC movie theaters may be broke by 2021, and we're not talking, like, December of 2021. We're talking, like, like January, January like, maybe January. February 2021. January, yeah. Yeah. Right? They don't have enough money to float anymore, right? Since they just pushed back all the major movies to, to May of 2021, April and May of 2021. And that's basically Disney did that with all the Marvel movies, okay? They pushed it back one year, okay? So much so that 500 locations, okay, are down 85%, okay? And they're going to be closing. This is the largest movie theater company in the world, AMC, and they're they're going to be out. They're going to go bankrupt. They need Microsoft to buy them. Is what they need. They need they need they need to start selling consoles at the movie theater. <laughs> while you're while, while you're buying your popcorn and your soft drinks, they need to start selling Xbox S's and start making digital revenue from them because they should open up the movie theater so you can play your Xbox on the big screen because they they need to do something to get people in the door because movie theaters are going to that's not a bad idea actually if they if they start letting people play video games in the theater right that'd be that'd be pretty pretty badass i know why, they're doing why, it why why would i want to play every game with why beer? not it's an experience why would i want to go out why would i want to go out to where the beer bug is and get in trouble and then play no, the video just, games at the theater you rent it you rent it out you get one hour 100 bucks you sit there you play whatever you want you're in that room giant room by yourself i don't know you get a bunch of buddies together Y'all throw in the money together. You can have 30 people in there. I don't know. It sounds like a good plan. More money than they're making right now. They're not making anything. You'd be like, I like a popcorn, large popcorn, a soft drink, some Twizzlers, and like an Xbox 70, One S. $75 for popcorn. <laughs> popcorn a, is $75. Hey, uh, why is the bathroom blocked off? Uh, why do you have to pay $80 to take a piss? <laughs> well, I guess I'm just going to piss in this corner over here. No one's in the theater. It's going to smell like a, like a New York alleyway or subway station yeah so i'm i'm afraid that the amc and, and movie theaters are going to be closing for for good because they're not going to be able to make it and on the same on the same note disney plus or i should say disney disney goes all in on streaming 
So D Bob Chapek has announced that the company will be uh, reorganizing its media business into one entity focused on streaming services. Okay. So in big news, one of the biggest media companies in the world, Disney, has reported that it's planning to put everything it can into streaming as its primary focus. The company has announced its intentions to restructure the media entertainment division for better serve the new focus of accelerating to direct-to-consumer business model. Most notably, this will re result in Disney combining its media businesses into one centralized organization and handles content distribution, ad sales, and Disney+. Plus. It's surprising but not illogical that move from the company, which is pivoting more towards uh, streaming uh, the coronavirus makes the theater-based business model less viable while the pandemic has made the serious dents in the theater business. Uh, it also made it been something of a boon for the service of Disney+. Plus. As of August, Disney has over 100 million paid subscribers, which I predicted last year when they announced Disney+, Plus before in November last year. It's almost been one year. I predicted they would have 100 million subscribers in less than a year, and voila, look at me. Bing, it's, it's done it, okay? The market seems to agree that the streaming is the future as well, with the company shares jumping over 5% the following of the announcement. Um, Disney's also struggling, though, right? They're also letting go of 28,000 employees with their Disney parks and such, so they're also struggling. Um, JPEG responded with the assertion of the interview on CSNBC, I would say that COVID accelerated the rate in which we made this transition, but the transition was going to happen anyway right it just just made it a speed up That's process fair. okay so here you go this is this is also a, another thing there's there's rumors talking about the technology and i i i hate saying this but it, it, i i said it okay when we looked at the mandalorian last year and we talked about the technology of it me working in the film industry i saw that and i said this is game changing this is production times are cut down uh, locations, everything. I said, this is a game changer where they'll make other studios just like this for The Mandalorian, where other companies will come in. They own the technology. Disney owns the technology, right? Well, if they make the proprietary systems and you have to come to their studios to film your stuff, and now you can film a show in five weeks, eight weeks, ten weeks, okay? And then they just pump out stuff. They don't have any location. They're in-house. They can... They're already doing it for Mandalorian. Rumor is Mandalorian season three and four, they have an airbase that they've already converted into one of these soundstage studios of this new technology. Okay. They've already flown everybody in. Everyone lives on the base. Okay. They're already been checked for COVID. So no one's in or out of that studio for the next nine months as they film. They live on the base camp. They get fed. They get through everything. Now Disney holds the keys to Hollywood. Okay, they own the keys to Hollywood. So park attendance is down, movie theaters are down, streaming service is up. They own the technology for streaming the actual uh, the footage, the, the, the technology of the screens and everything. They're going to rent the space out. Buku bucks, man. Buku bucks for stuff like that, okay? So now they're going to convert other studios so other, other studios can start filming again. Because right now in the in the bug world, you can't just go out and film in like Manhattan and New York and all this other stuff in quarantine sections. But you can if you if you have this technology that Disney created, right? John Favreau, that's the man to be right now because he's the one that made this technology with the Unreal Tournament engine, okay? With Epic Games. And I told you to buy Epic stock. 
I told you to buy Epic stock because now Epic is an $18 billion company, right? They have Fortnite and now they, they've bought the visual face. They've bought the body stuff. They've made this technology jump in the movie industry for studios to make this technology so you can make renders of real places. You need to buy stock and whatever company they have, go buy that stock in them because they're going to explode, right? Epic doesn't really care about video games, let me tell you, because they own the software and stuff that are making movies from here on out, okay? So they're basically making video games in the in the, in the, in the movie, movie world now. So there's a lot to unwrap here as far as what Disney's doing with Disney+, Plus, what they're doing with the technology, and that's why they're doing 100% full-fledged streaming service because now the product comes down, the cost comes down with the technology they have. They can start pumping out the shows easier, okay? They're already marketing it themselves. It's on their own homegrown service that they can implement into 100, people, million, 100 million people's homes instantaneously. They don't have to get off their couch. They don't have to go to the theater. They don't have to do anything. They just they, they pop it in. They want 100 million to be 200 million. Do you see what I'm saying? They want everyone to come in. They're the game pass of videos now movies of now, movies, movies right now netflix game pass is like netflix but now they're a value they're they're evolving disney plus is like gonna be like game pass where they're just gonna keep throwing stuff at you and you're not gonna have to pay the 30 dollars for the premium stuff because they're just gonna put it out there and they'll raise the price they'll raise the price of disney plus okay that's what they'll do <clears throat> i'll be the last person trying to see things on the big screen I love seeing movies, and I'm I'm very sad if movies are, are are closed down. So again, just more stock for Disney to 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 buy in for for Disney. What do you think about this, Sarge? Because I know you like you used to love going to movies and stuff like that. So movie theaters closing, streaming services up. You're not you're not a big fan of streaming services, so it's it's because I don't want to be nickel and dime to death. It's like if I want to watch something, I have to have like ten different things on my television. I don't I don't give a shit, you know. I, a movie was supposed to be a treat that something like Epic was in the theater that you had to see on the big screen. There's certain move, movies move, that have move to be closer, big... move closer to the mic, please. The, there are movies that you have to watch on a big screen. That's just how it is. There, and being able to like watch it at home, like, yeah, it's convenient, but it's not the same energy of watching it with a bunch of other people and watching it in the theater. It's not the same. Right. right. Uh, I mean, I I get it, but. The restructuring of all these shows and movies now going towards streaming services. If if that happens to be true, where Disney owns the 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 hardware for people to make shows, like this is like it'll, it'll be it'll be a revival of TV shows that are done cheaply, but then the market's going to be flooded. Like Netflix and all these other streaming services will be flooded with all these different shows. To be it's going to be chaos. <laughs> how many different <laughs> how many how many different subscriptions are you going to have? Well, they're coming out with another show. It's been it's been uh, official. Uh, Ewan McGregor came out, and they are starting Obi Wan Kenobi, starting the shooting in March of 2021. So they're just gonna pick up Ewan McGregor. He's gonna fly him into a studio, and he's gonna live there and 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 film that show for the for the next like they're gonna, ten weeks they're gonna or whatever. Move, they're gonna they're gonna move Ewan, Ewan McGregor into a desert that's turned into a into, into a movie studio to film a movie about him in, <laughs> in a, a desert. desert in a desert right <laughs> oh man uh another story i want to talk about is amazon amazon uh is abandoning the crucible okay not the crucible from destiny the the game that they came out with now this is big news right it's been out for literally three months they brought it out of beta they released it it sucked. They put it back in beta. 
One month later, they closed. They're like, ah, we're done with it, right? What does this mean? No, it means it means that when they released it, it wasn't an automatically a Fortnite, so they just said, fuck it. Well, Amazon's been working on these games for two years, and now they have the MMO coming out, New World. Two whole years? Not well, two whole years, bro. Well, New World's been working on for a little bit longer, but this is their MMO coming out. This is a $50, $60 game that's coming out that's supposed to be like competitor of like World of Warcraft and stuff, right? Uh, not a chance. No, but that's what it is, right? Amazon's trying to get that in. Do you have any stock in this? Because, and I'm not talking about like actual stock. What I'm saying is because they had two games, they're a brand new studio and they already threw one of their studios games out before any of them actually launched. Okay, now New World was in beta when it came out. People were like, eh, it's not very good. Eh, other people were like, oh, it's really good. Do you even attempt to try to, to buy this, their MMO? Because they literally threw their PvP game out the window in three months. So what are they going to do with their MMO if it doesn't if it doesn't make it? And you and you paid 50 bucks three months later, you're done? Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, first of all, we all know that the MMO market, very tight, very tight. And you have to have something really special to get a, a community large enough to sustain the game. World of Warcraft did it the best. They learned during the time frame where games were coming out, trying to be MMOs. And World of Warcraft just found a niche. And with, with the detailed stories and the character creation and that what the world that they had created with that game gave it the head start that it needed, right? That's how it, that's how it began. Because it all stemmed from the, the World of Warcraft game, the R RTS. For a newcomer to come stumbling into the MMO market thinking that you're going to just invent something and throw it out there because you think there's just money to be had, Let's be honest, right? Amazon's doing it because Amazon's treating it like Google treats everything that they make, which is we got a bunch of money. Let's throw it against the wall. Let's see what sticks. Let's and if it sticks, sticks we'll, run, we'll, we'll run with it. But how many things is Google throwing away, right? Amazon, same thing. Instead of trying to build up, build up a company, build up a studio, build up something special, it's we got plenty of money. Let's get him in there. We'll knock out a thing in two years and... Let's see if we can run with the big boys. And you're not. You're not going to run with the big boys. You're not going to just pump out a game. Like, I, I don't, first of all, I don't understand how you release a game. It's in beta. Then you say we're going to go for it. And then once you go for it, you fuck up. And then you say, <laughs> let's put it back to beta. Right. And then you say after that, it's over. Like, right. you, you weren't ready. You weren't ready to begin with. What were you trying to make? A lawbreaker? Were you trying to make a lawbreaker? Because that's what it sounds like you were trying to make. Like it lasted longer. Another, it lasted longer. We, we we wanted to make another multiplayer a combat shooter with team based. Oh, so Overwatch, uh, Lawbreaker, uh, uh, Battle Battleborn, like uh, all these other games that came out. It's like I get it. You want to try to make the same thing, but because nobody jumped on it immediately, like like what we didn't get a three million followers. It's like it's not like Fortnite. We're done. Right. You didn't build. You didn't build anything. You didn't try to build anything. You just wanted to jump in. I, I agree, Charles. This is what this is what I think is going to happen. One right now, you can pay it for I think it's like fifty bucks to to get to get in to get into the early edition or whatever. Okay, I think Amazon because of Twitch, it, it can give it to with with Twitch Prime. If you are a Twitch Prime member, okay, or whatever the new fucking thing is with Twitch, okay, you can get a free account with their MMO. Okay, as long as you have Prime, anyone can play their MMO. 
then they make it into like a free-to-play model where you're not playing for the actual game it's included in your in your prime pass and then you can play the actual game and then they just fucking nickel and dime you with 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 microtransactions and skins and different things that's the way i see this game going because i don't see them taking their mmo and then going oh we're not we're not very good but they can look at it and go, how many people are on Twitch? How many people have Prime? How many people can play the game? If we push a bunch of streamers to play this game, other people will pick it up and have Prime as well. They can play it as well. We'll put some cool stuff in it. But the thing is, they need to have a good loop. If they don't have a good loop and it doesn't feel good when you play it, it doesn't matter what you do. You won't have the, You can give it to them for free. It's still not going to happen. But I can see something like that happening. That's what happened to the Old Republic. Yeah. So I, I see them. It's exactly what they're going to do. I don't even think it's going to be free to play. Like and you, it's going to be. And prime. the old republic is Star Wars. Yeah. And the old republic right. is Star Wars. Right. So you know you had you at least had a community there. Right. So, all right. The last story I want to talk about is a two is a two parter. We're going to start with the shitty part first, and then we're going to end up with the better cool part at the end. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about. We're back at the crunch. We're talking about CD Projekt Red's crunch. Okay. Jason Schreier came out with more evidence that. Um, a developer or someone contacted him. Let me bring up this. Uh, oh, that's the wrong one. Hold on one second. I got too many. I got too many things open. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, CD Projekt Red. We talked about last week that they were they were working overtime and the crunch time. And my stance last week is pretty much the same this week. Like doesn't matter what business you work in doesn't matter what you do you're going to be asked to work overtime and you either do it or you don't and you know lay, lay where they lie right roll the dice and, and and see where they lie uh jason trier came out and he said a game informer podcast recently suggested that my reporting on cyberpunk 277's crunch is incorrect never mind that they interviewed nearly a dozen of cd project red's devs here on the email from a studio head adam uh bawalski in June of 2020, apologized to developers' partners for all the overtime. And I'm going to read the actual apology from the president of the company. Okay, there's a there's a highlighted part, and I'll put it, I'll bring it up on screen so you guys can see it. There's a there's a highlighted part. It says, "If I could wish for anything, I would like to humbly ask to endure in the effort to deliver the game. I would also like to extend the apology to your partners and ask them to support as well, dear partners." As I'm fully aware of a hard work of your loved ones has often meant that you cannot participate on the home front. But I promise this is the last stretch and it's the finish line is near, right? So now there's been other things. Now, um, Upper Echelon did a, a great video. Uh, if you haven't seen his video on this, he does a good thing. But then this also came in after his video uh, came out. So now Jason Schreier reports and says that the company is embracing crunch culture doesn't make it evil or malicious or even the industry's villain, but it will never see so many people jumping through hoops to try to deny and underplay reality the way they're doing the CD Projekt Red and, and Cyberpunk 2077. To clear up another point, I asked a couple of CD Projekt Red devs if this is true, that the majority of them wanted six-day weeks over a delay, and they said the conversation never took place. One, we got the email, and then meeting with the other team leaders was never an option or question. Now, here's my question. There's part-time employees, and then there's full-time employees at every studio, right? There's contract people, and there's non-contract people. Now, the contract people get a say in the voting. 
non-con or the contract people don't get a say because they're subcontract, right? So if the vote went through and these people that said they never saw the actual thing, that could have happened, right? There's another statement that says that the Poland law says that they can't work over 48 hours. And if they do, they get a really like double time gold time. Basically with the way I get, I get money. If I worked on a film shoot after 14 hours, 16 hours, okay. You get they're like compensated, right? They're very well compensated. So them working overtime is getting compensated. They said they're working 85 hour weeks. Now, if this is true, which by the proof of this, I'll just say, sure. Let's say it's 85 hours. Every every place. Now, I know this is not the U.S. This is Poland, right? So how does this affect me as an American? It doesn't. Our, our standards here, we work overtime all the time, and this shit happens all the time over here. So if they are breaking laws over there in Poland, in the European Union or whatever, whatever is over there, they still have to show the hours of their employees. Like, people can get audited and people can get shown that they're working way too many hours and they're not getting paid and then they have to pay a, a tremendous amount of money i know companies that this has happened to personally okay so there has to be records of someone working 85 plus hour weeks and they have to know if it's a contract person or if it's a person that works for the company if this is actually real then how come we've never heard of it how come there's no complaints filed with the better bureau investigation of Poland or whatever, if there's any kind of service like that, if they're doing 85 hours, this is what I'm saying about, I don't know if you can trust this. And I don't know if I can trust what would CD project red saying either, but all I know is every company in the planet earth has to turn in and they, they can get audited and look at if you're, if you're mistreating your employees, what do you think about this Serge? There's, there's so much to unpack. First of all, Whatever happens in Poland, regardless if it has to do with crunch or whatever, whatever kind of economic problem they're having, has got nothing to do with the United States of America. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that a journalist wants to focus on something that might be happening directly in another part of the world. But putting your own spin on it or trying to get everyone rallied around the crunch culture thing has got nothing to do with the way that they might work over in Poland. I don't know what the work ethic is over there. Right. I don't know what the company standards are over there. I don't know what the what the economic what the, what the rules are for the uh employment is in Poland. I don't know. All they're saying is they're trying to they're trying to shove it in our face that they're bullying people at work. They shouldn't be working all these hours. It's incredible that they let this happen. It's like, what kind of stand are you taking? We don't live there. I don't care. Okay? Now, that being said, if the people there really need a job, right? I don't know how bad Poland or how good Poland is now. Right. It's been a lot of years since I since I paid attention to what what's going on in Poland. Okay, I can tell you this: it's not any of the tourist destination uh, websites that I go to. All right, that like, come to Poland, come <laughs> check us out. Okay, I know the history of Poland. I'm not going to get into that. I know, I, but I know that part of Poland. Okay. But at this point, I'm like, okay, up and coming company. They got a bunch of guys there. They went to school. They're developing. They like to develop software. Now they're developing games. They're doing a good job. This is their third or fourth game. And so now they, they made a name for themselves. So if the boss says, we got to work harder to get this game out because we don't want to miss Christmas. Right. Who's with me? And, and, and we got and who's with me. Great. 
And if you're not with me, stay home. We'll work without you. Like I, I the mentality still has to be there right. that you're doing a job. You're doing a job, right? It doesn't matter that you're crying that you work too many hours. Now, once again, I don't know for a fact. I only know what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that Poland doesn't let people work, work over 48 over, hours, over 48 hours, right. which means that every week you can only work, work. an additional eight, eight hours. hours and get paid extra time you get, you, for that. You get time and, and a half. That, yeah. And then that's it. So now, if the guy who's working there says, hey, we need you to work over 48 hours. And he goes, well, I don't know. I can't do it legally. But then they go, we're going to pay you off the books because you're not going to be on the book. We need you to work. Right? I'm sure stuff like that happens. Has anyone here been paid off the books? <clears throat> I'm pretty sure you have. Okay. So I don't understand why this is such a big deal that they're trying to get like, I, I am not going to start pitchforks and flames. Okay. Because some poor guys in Poland have a job and, and they're asked to work a little bit more in their job. That's, that's life, man. That's life. Right. There are, there are a series of things that have to happen for a game to be finished. It is a long, complicated process. The guys in charge of budgeting the money and figuring out how long it's going to take to get to a point A to point B will take six months or eight months. We don't know. We're working on a month-to-month -month basis. Are we having problems? Are things going smoothly? Do I need to rotate people? Do you think that you think just a bunch of guys behind desks and they're like, eight to four, eight <laughs> to four, and we're done? Like, that's not how it works. So when it comes down time to the date is getting ready to release, and it's a holiday. Right. And you know the most games you're going to sell are going to be during the holidays because that's when people have the extra money to buy these kind of games. So if I ask you to work, you're going to fucking work. I don't understand what you're trying to tell us. Are we supposed to shed a tear for some company that has a job and they have to work extra harder? I don't understand. We do the, we do the same thing here. We do the same thing here. Worse, I think, sometimes. All right, so I, 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 I've been given the overtime in Poland policies here. Overtime is when he exceeds state uh, working hours. The Poland overtime work formally permitted only when it's required by particular needs of the employer. It's necessary to set up a search and rescue team in order to save life or health or protect property or repair a breakdown. Okay, and if an employer orders you to overtime, you should comply. Failure to follow the employer's order may be grounded for uh, disciplinary actions. Caps of overtime. Polish labor sets the cap on how much overtime work an employee can do. There's a weekly cap and a yearly cap. The weekly cap of eight hours overtime work. All, all together, the amount of hours is worked during a week, including regular and overtime hours, may not exceed 48. The yearly cap is 150 hours of overtime work required by particular needs of an employer. However, this is limited, may be, um, and often is extended into individual employer contact at collective labor agreement and employees' internal regulations. So there you go. Okay, so so let's look at the two sides. So maybe they did ask the employees if they wanted to work or not, because we're going to go outside the law now. Do you want to work? Right. Do you want to? We, wa we, we want you to work. Do you want to work? Right. Do you want to work? Yes, right? I want to finish this game because I don't right. want to sit here for another six months working on the game we've been working on for six years. Right. Then the other side of the coin is, uh, I'm upset because you're making me work. I, I'm going to report you to the to the government now because I've been working too hard. Do you think that's the option? Right. Do you think that? Right. Do, do you think that's what's happening right now? That someone's being held at gunpoint and they're like, "Hey, you want to work? Oh yeah, I have no choice. I have to work." Like no, right? They want the job. They want the job, right? Sometimes you have to do things you don't like. 
Yeah. That's the way it works. But you have free will as a person to, to go, I don't like this. I'm going to leave. I don't like this. I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Right. So if it were, if it were a problem, if it were a problem, I would think. Yo, I'll either, solve it. Right. No, <laughs> if, I, I think if there, if there would don't be a problem, the guys who are working there, they don't work. I don't have to work. You can't make me work. And they're like, great. You don't have to work. We don't want to get, we don't want to force you to work. So I'm going to take it as we ask the people who are going to work past the amount of hours. If you wanted to work, we're asking you, right? So maybe they, they didn't ask those people to take a vote. Right, if it's contract okay. labor or if it's actual full-time right. employees, right? right? And I don't know about Eastern Bloc rules of uh, disobeying labor laws. Do you get visited by guys in trench coats? Do, do, do people come come on by? I don't know. <laughs> but right. at least it happens, man. It happens. We're not talking. Listen, if, if Jason Schreier wants to do a report on crunch time, okay, how about you pick the sneaker factories where the underage kids are making shoes 24 seven, right? Pick that time for crunch time. Don't pick it for the guys who are making six figures and, 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 and trying to build a fucking video game. And you're worried about their, their, their well-being. Oh, right. the poor, the poor developer who's getting paid six figures is having a rough time, but Bobo who's been <laughs> sewing, who's been sewing shoes. Get back to work, Bobo. Right. right. He's been sewing shoes for the last six months. We're not gonna have to worry about him. Right. Let's worry about this. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. All right. So from that, that's where we stand. Because I, I said what I, I said last week. You know, shit happens. You, you move on. Um, the last story I want to talk about tonight is about CD Projekt Red. We, we have, we have video. We have video of their actual. Where the, where the, where, where the hell did I put that? Oh, there it is. Okay. We're going to watch a little video here. It's like a it's like a field trip, fellas and ladies. Okay, we're going to we're going to watch this. I'm going to start if if you talk, they're not going to be able to hear it, so just watch and if you talk, I'll pause, all right? a huge open world like Night City. You need a chill ride to get around fast. And in Cyberpunk 2077, there are tons of cool vehicles to choose from. Get this, four liter engine, six cylinder, goes from zero to 103.2 seconds. You fucking believe that? We've crafted every car and motorbike with amazing attention to detail. On the chassis, the body, not to mention the interiors. You can expect everyone not only to look unique, but I hope to they put on the box, on the box experience. of CD Projekt Red's uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I hope they right, put on the box, on the sticker, we worked 85 plus hours for this. Enjoy. Don't expect advanced tech <clears throat> or luxurious materials here. Nuh-uh. Yeah, it's not the size that counts, I guess. This class is mostly utility vehicles and low-end clunkers made for every pocket. Hold on, hold on. It's a wreck. I don't know. Watch this My right here. damn wreck. Well, definitely no guy or girl magnet. If you need to impress, look to this class alone. What you looking at? Tell me what you looking at. I'm putting my ride on the line. Either you match it in cash, or you can forget about the fight. With these wheels, no expense has been spared, no frill ignored. 
their plush interiors decked out in all the latest tech, while you get to sit back and enjoy the ride. Masterful engineering and practical design. Trucks and tanks for when you need power and brute force. Hell of a machine. Neat beast. My pride and joy. And these monsters are literally unstoppable. These are for Chooms who love the smell of exhaust and the roar of street wildlife. Their powerful engines and exchangeable parts make them perfect for tuning. Come on! I want to smell that choo-choo bird! Whether it's street racing, running from the NCPD, or just showing off in the streets, with these high-powered beasts, you will have only respect. Oh yeah, I like that! If you need speed and armor, the Hypercar class is for you. It means precise bodywork, built-in LiDAR arrays, and really expensive materials. Imagine you're sitting on a pile of eddies. Probably less than a thousand people in the world can afford the Erendite. Not your typical urban vehicle. They will take you places you never dreamed you'd go. Oh, and original vehicles are not all you'll find in 2077. We also found room on our roster for some true automotive icons. Floor it, V. Porsche 911. <clears throat> All right, so <clears throat> we'll do a little loop there as it plays. So I have to say... Looks like first-person Grand Theft Auto. Yes, I was just going to say, right? I was just going to say, this reminds me... This is the step, right? Like, Grand Theft Auto... <clears throat> every every Grand Theft Auto that's ever come out has just been mind-blowing. You're like, this is, this is amazing. There's no game... There's no game like Grand Theft Auto, right? This right here is the next step into grand theft auto right you know what i'm saying like i i know this is not grand theft auto but what i'm saying is when i look at this and see the graphics and the cities and the driving and you see that one shot where the guy's in the little car he's driving up the the staircase and he's running off of stuff like you can literally do what you want you can get lost in this game and just drive around and have fun right this game is going to be absolutely mind-blowing when it comes to just ex exploration and doing stuff. It reminds me of that Grand Theft Auto experience. The detail of these cars, and it, it, they feel like it, well, it, it looks like they feel like they have a little weight behind them. It looks like they've actually, it doesn't look like an arcade -y, Hopefully. Right? It doesn't look like it's an arcade type of driving game. It feels like there's some weight behind it, and it actually seems like you can go to first-person, third-person view, motorcycles, all these different types of cars. You can, I, I, It's not like you can customize them and stuff to what you feel like it, it should look like. That's just another aspect of the game. It just goes so in-depth of, like, look at it. It's amazing. Like, I guarantee you when you play this game and I play this game, we will not even have the same experience. Not even have the same close experience. Be like, did you do that mission? Be like, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. It didn't even happen to me. Remember when you used to play Skyrim or Fallout? And you're like, I've been playing Fallout for 100 and something hours. I never knew that person was in the middle of nowhere saying that thing. You know what I mean? That's what this game reminds me of. It reminds me of a Skyrim. It reminds me of a Grand Theft Auto. This this is a game, I believe, one, it's going to get shit talked all the time. Okay. But I think the people that are working 85 plus hours are going to be very happy when they go home. 
and uh, to their family when this game launches because I think this game is going to be a, a phenomenal. This is like a one in a decade type of uh, type of game. This is not only game of the year. I think this is going to be the game of a decade. It certainly has a possibility of being so. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think anything else coming out this year is going to get anywhere close to game of the year. This is pretty much a done deal. Right. So we'll see. We'll see what. Uh, what do What do you think about this with the, with the cars? I mean, this is right up your alley, right? I know what your brain's thinking. You're like, can I? Can I steal them? Can I sell them? Can I soup them up? Can I? Can well, I? Is there a I list thought, for you to collect I them? Thought, I thought you were. Are you? I thought you were some type of a cop, though. Originally, weren't you a cop? originally i i don't know and, there's and three were, different were, lo locations you can start from no i know that but i, I thought originally that your guy was supposed to be some time uh, like an undercover cop like like a law enforcement type of character not like a cop cop but like law enforcement of some type i That's think you're I'm working curious. just for this faction that you know, like mercenaries i think you're like a mercenary type of thing i mean this Oh, is there another video tweak where you can see like the the sounds and stuff? We might have to watch that. Maybe we'll watch that tomorrow uh, after the Rangers round table. I think I think this oh, game is. I oh, I, I well, can't even imagine like. Well, I, I'm considering like a, like a first person first person action RPG at first, and you're going to be you have vehicles in there. Hopefully, the vehicles handle well. If they if the if the if the vehicles handle well. Like they actually handle like different kind of cards and things, it'll give a, like another level to the complexity of the game. I think that'd be something interesting. But I don't look at it as a driving game. I'm looking at it as a first-person action RPG, right? Right. So they're just showing you other fast games in in the game. Are they supposed to do any kind of uh, like vid ad before the game comes out? Oh, I'm and, sure. And like another one of like a vid doc type of thing like this. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's a bunch of them. I think. Well, it, it comes out what they, the the 19th. Is that when it comes out, chat? I think it comes out the 19th. When does it come out? Yeah, the, the 19th. The 19th is when it comes out. So there'll probably be one more of these Nightwire events that they do every month next month. So, I I. Here's the thing, though. I don't think I'm going to get this game when it first comes out. Only because I'm a streamer. And if I stream this game, I'm just going to get lost in a flood of a directory. And people that watch it are not going to want to watch me because they don't want to get spoiled and stuff like that. And plus, I think I want to experience this for the first time on the new system. I don't think I want to buy it for the system that I have and then get upgraded later. I think I want to buy... I want to buy it and then play it for the first time on the new system, I think. Now, if I happen to get a, a system before that, like in December or something, November, December, if it comes out, if I go to GameStop and purchase one, um, I, I might I might stream it if I have the new system. It's it's crazy. Yeah, you're waiting for the new system. Are you playing on console tweak or are you playing on PC? I know you have a rig, right? I don't know. I just want to look at this video and look at that. I, I, this is the most detailed game I think we've ever seen so far. Look at the, look it's, at the interior it's, it's, of the, of the, of it's the a cars. little, it's a, it's a little overwhelming. What, what the possibility can be for what this game is. Like you look at a game like this and the, and the possibilities, like you look at a game like destiny or division and, and Marvel and you're like, man, the possibilities, this game, the possibilities are already in the game. 
do you see what I'm saying? Like, you look at this and you're like, I can go there. Look at that city in the background. I can go there. I can go do something in that location. I don't have to wait for, like, drip feed content to come out to try to get it. It's just a single-player, full-fledged, hundreds-of-hours game that you can just put some time into and just get lost. Hell, you probably don't even have to play the actual campaign. You can get just drive around and, like, like learn the city. That's when you know it's a good game, Sarge. If you can drive around, you don't need to look at a map. You just know the street names and stuff. It, it almost like it's like a natural progression of what Grand Theft Auto 4 was as far right. as like characters and inner city type things where this is going to be first person instead of third person. I don't think you can play third person. It's all first person. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Grand yeah. Theft Auto was was third person. Right. right. But this is this is a first person game. I, 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 man, thinking of this. What the hell does Grand Theft Auto 6 look like? Like, well, this what is, well, in this the is, hell this, does it look like? Well, but, but this is what I mean. Like, they haven't, they haven't been doing shit except releasing those free downloads for the multiplayer. So you know Take-Two is working on something. And and, and you have to say, if this is what well, CD Projekt Rockstar. Red is doing, well, Take-Two is their, their well, parent company, right? Right, as a developer. Is their, um, so, publisher. so if Rockstar, if Rockstar sees this, like, this is what CD Projekt Red is doing. Then you've got to know Rockstar's got to be doing something ridiculous because this this is this is a severe benchmark here. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is insane. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. I am looking forward to it. I, I I might watch Co Carnage play this for like 200 hours when I don't when I'm when I'm not streaming. I'll be watching him play this game and just looking in awe, going, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" All right. All right. That is the end of our episode. 238 is in the can. I do appreciate everyone coming out and watching Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. If you're just coming in and you missed any of it, this prod, this broadcast will be live um, right at the end. Like, as soon as we're done here, you can watch the beginning of it shortly after, right here on YouTube top, youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming. Uh, make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and still gaming on Twitter. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, sorry about that last part. Uh, if you got to made it through this far in the video or the audio version, I do appreciate you very much. Uh, please make sure you share, like, and subscribe right here on, on, on YouTube. Share it with a friend loved one or someone you hate maybe maybe someone you hate really likes us and they would they would like us so share it i'm trying to get the sub count up to a thousand um so we can get monetization on our youtube channel other than that i do appreciate you very much uh the show is over but we'll be over on twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming playing some marvel tonight uh talking about more about that game and more about other stuff i do appreciate you very much thanks for hanging out and we'll see you guys on the next one take care guys Two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.